Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Good to have you here on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville. 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love to have you hang out on Facebook and YouTube. We're trying to get to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed, please do so at Pirate Radio TV. You can watch this show, The Brian Bailey Show. All of our post-game interviews with ECU football and basketball coaches and players, our pre-game um, build up to the games as well interviews with the players it's all there for you and more goodies at pirate radio tv on youtube we're also streaming on facebook live so give us a like give us a share and uh share the love with the pirate nation glad to have you aboard on this thursday where we will talk to uh, a lot of guests coming up on today's show including the big man on campus jeff nadu it is a big time i i think i, I read this yesterday from john moody and forgot to mention it but uh john was excited about wall-to-wall college basketball and here we are uh it's pre-feast week but we got games on all day i'm watching north texas and st john's right now and the mean green were down 14 not that long ago and now it is a tie game as they are playing in charleston you got the myrtle beach uh invitational going on so a lot of college basketball will queue up to date on the buccaneer music hall school board presented by the buck uh but nadu will come on to break down all the basketball going on and talk some football as well coming up later on this hour ryan meadows will join us it's about time for the down east hitting camp and uh, we talk about that and promote that every year with ryan meadows and just a who's who of area baseball knowledge uh, will be there instructing your kids so we'll give you um the info you need to know about the down east hitting camp coming up when ryan meadows joins us in about an hour from now kevin monroe man i like talking to kevin every thursday and it's going to be nice to actually talk about a pirate win uh we have talked to kevin monroe every uh week and talked about a lot of l's today we will talk about the victory over fau and what the pirates need to do to make it two in a row also i'll ask kevin because i don't know kind of it feels like we're playing out the string here final few games of the season but how important are these games to the players to the coaches for the program i'll ask kevin about that and get his thoughts on it uh what is east carolina playing for these final couple of weeks so Kmo joins us in hour two marcus crandall ecu hall of famer joins us joins us in hour three along with former pirate morris letcher um I believe we're gonna have both of those gentlemen on the phone at the same time and letcher's son the the former pirate letcher's son plays for 
the Argonauts. He is a teammate of Tyler Sneed, James Letcher Jr., and we actually talked to Tyler Sneed yesterday and uh, talked about how electric this kid is. So uh, we'll talk to a couple former Pirates coming up in hour three of today's show. Also have cuts from Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Harrell to get to as well. So we are uh, packed on this Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. All right, uh, chat gang in the house today. Steve's here. HTMFs, HT to you, my friend. Uh, Pike said, tough loss for ECU basketball last night. I disagree. I don't know if I would use the word tough. I would say bad. Bad loss for ECU basketball last night. I know you didn't have Brandon Johnson, but still, uh, you would hope you could get that one over usc upstate we'll dive into that one coming up in just a little bit john moody says a new from the helm is just out we'll have to check that out we got a from the helm from john gilbert let's see uh if i can pull that up and i don't see it on ecupirates.com so somebody send me the link or let me know where you find it uh jamie says i guess we can only have one team to win at a time either football or basketball seems that way very frustrating no doubt the casual musician said clip i didn't realize you called basketball on the floor as a 2007 8 pep band member the purple seats make mengees look next level i was the fill-in last night i think i'm like eighth on the depth chart they call me if they are really in a bind and they were so i filled in and i uh, did the pa and it's so much fun love doing it I'm right there on the court. When the Pirates missed, and Pettiford missed that free throw on purpose, beautifully executed. They got a shot late. I started to stand up when DeBunjay took the shot and realized I am working. Like It's difficult to do at times because I'm so into it. Uh, but the shot is no good, and USC Upstate wins. I almost said on the show yesterday and then tweeted out, oh by the way shirley rhodes and chandler honeycutter here hey chandler hey shirley hey clipper so you just staring at me not saying anything i forgot i hadn't introduced you yet you gotta introduce me first you are a very polite young man you uh you follow the rules i gave the rule of don't talk until you're introduced and chandler stands by that rule and i appreciate him for that um uh, shot no good i almost said if usc upstate wins on a last second shot on the pa I would go, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, goodness me, oh, my. Goodness me, oh, my. But I didn't have to do that. It was our shot that was no good at the end. If we, I mean, if we hit that game winner, you should have said, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My voice was gone after, like, that and then sports trivia late night i was dead last night i slept good last night but i put a lot of energy into it in fact somebody recorded me doing the uh starting lineups last night chandler yeah i want to hear it yeah okay here's uh here's me doing the starting lineups last night sophomore guard at six two number 23 Number 25, Justin! 
think it's the wrong tape. Uh, how could you do that? RJ Felton! How the could you do that for an entire game? First of all, how how much energy do you have to have? It just have? hurt me to do that. Well, what first of all, it sounds like nobody was at that game. It was like and a middle school game. The and best this guy part, is going nuts. The best part of that audio clip is the three or four people clapping for his crazy emphasis on the name and the players there's a video have you seen the video the players are like kind of giving high fives but they're not even into it it's just this one guy screaming uh but that guy was given the opportunity of a lifetime (laughs) he was eighth on the depth chart just like me he got the call and was like this is my one moment mom spaghetti i'm going off chandler is still struggling from screaming i mean it takes a lot out of it yeah i don't know I i'm scared to do it i did uh <laughs> by the way it is a sar you put you put emphasis on that last night i noticed because that's his name and like i fell into the ozar trap hearing from morgan Ayler's other announcers and I'm like, well, if they're God rest gonna, his soul, but Jeff Charles used to call him Ozar. Yeah, if they're going to do it, I might as well go uh, uh, Ozar. But once again, pronunciation and according to the sports information person for basketball, it's Asar. So there's a big Ozar-Asar war going on right now. Yeah. And I guess I'm back in it. I, I, we were talking to Grady one day, and uh, Grady did ask him, like, what do you want your name? How do you want it to be pronounced? And he said, and he said Grady. Uh, he, he said Dylan. <laughs> no, uh, he said Asar. Asar. He, he wants Asar. All right, folks. Ezra Asar. Put some respect on his name. Good game from him last Career night. Career high for him last night. R.J. Feldon put the team on the back. I mean, he was he is a warrior. Him and Pettiford were like really uh, struggling through that game. I don't know what the injuries were. It was just maybe cramps i don't know but they were both really fighting it at the end of that game last night yeah and just very uncharacteristic of a mike schwartz basketball team last night not you know just you know maybe like lackadaisical on defense but like the meaningless turnovers that was going on early in that game you know simple as passing the ball to somebody and then not paying attention and not seeing the ball come to, to them and it going out of bounds, or losing your losing a handle off your foot out of bounds, or you know overthrowing a guy trying to get into the post. I just it, it, it just looked very sloppy there early on in that basketball game. They got down thirteen points. Uh, somebody in the media last night said, you know, you got down ten, and Mike Mike Schwartz was quickly uh, to correct them and say we were down thirteen got into a big hole, had to fight back. The Pirates were able to fight back. Got into a seven-point lead late into the game with about eight or nine minutes left. Did it get that big? It was about 13 there uh, to start the game. No, no, I'm talking about ECU's lead. Yeah, it was about a seven-point lead with about eight minutes left. Man. So, yeah, and just, look, you got to can your soups. Ah, You got to can your soups. Taylor's been saying it for years, folks. Can your soups. 19 for 31 from the line Awful. last night for East Carolina. Awful. 14 turnovers, which seemed like a lot more. Yeah. Um, that's not going to get it done against anybody. So, And I remember somebody saying last night, 
you know, about the mist. I was like, if you cut half of the misses at the free throw line and cut half of those just boneheaded turnovers, if you cut that in half, East Carolina wins this basketball game. So, um, and some defensive issues as well, especially just early on. Like lot, they, it seemed like they were getting to the to the basket. Yeah, a lot of easily. guys getting beat. And thirty four, thirty four for USC Upstate was uh, lights out in the first half. Uh, Ayaza or Ayaza? Um, Ayesama. Ayesa. It was A Y E S A. Ayesa. Ayesa. It sounds uh, like Ayesa. Do you have the Joey uh, glory hole cut, Shirley? I, it sounds like what Joey says at the beginning, kind of. Ahí estaba. Él es Hoyo de Gloria. Ahí está. thinking about that last night, every time I said his name. Ahí está. Man. Now, now, what does this loss mean, Chandler? I was thinking, so can ECU still have an awful season after this loss? Yes. They yet that yes they can still have an awful season that is still on the table right yes can they have a bad season yes can they have a have a decent season yes can they have a good season yes can they have a great season i say yes yes can they have a special magical season I mean, technically, I still say yes, but you'd have to just kind of run the table from here on out. It just it takes away from excitement. My point is, a lot all the options are basically still open, but do you really think they're going to run the table in the non conference now? This is the game. At this point, these are the games you think that we should we should win. I mean, going, going into the Campbell game the other day on Saturday, us being a thirteen and a half point favor, I was like, man, I don't like that. I was like, man, I just want to beat them. I don't care if we beat them by one. I don't care if we, you know, win at the buzzer. I was thinking about that last night. We ended up covering the spread, what, by by half a point. Um, And, you know, I'm like, all right, well, let's go and let's get 3 0. Let's win. You know, let's go undefeated in this Town Bank Holiday Classic that's coming up next week. And let's get to the thick of things when it comes to the non con and going into the conference play. With a pretty decent record, but a loss last night, especially the way you did it, uh, with those turnovers and, and you know missing at the free throw line, it just it, it puts a damper on your hopes and excitement. I mean, now when Sunday comes, two o'clock, I mean people are going to get excited again for ECU basketball, but not as excited. Not as excited. Some. Yeah, that's why I was about, not as excited as you would be if you know East Carolina goes out and dominates last night. So I mean, this just that's a game. At this point in time, with Mike Schwartz, that you do not want to lose. And you cannot lose. You cannot afford to lose. And that's back-to-back nights because Kim McNeil's team, I told y'all on Tuesday, I was nervous going on the road ahead of a big trip, ahead of playing a top 10, top 15 team, and ECU women are favorites. They lose. You just got all this basketball hope and hype and again, you're not going to go undefeated. I get it. But you would hope you could win these games. They didn't. So now we got to go uh we got to go win them all this Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, and you want to have a really really good record when South Carolina comes into Menjis. Um you know, when you go down to Florida to play Florida uh in Lakeland, Florida. Um but 
you know, and R.J. Felton said it last night. He admitted that going into that game, they probably did not look at USC Upstate and did not take them seriously. He said that. <sighs> we cannot do that. We cannot do that. Anybody, Farum, like even like Scarum, even Sharum, even beating Farum by thirty. I mean, it kind of took us a while to get to that deficit too. And I was like, all right, one and zero. Who cares? One and zero. I don't care if this is a D three school. And then Mike Schwartz, who now after these games makes you feel great. Not not great, but he 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 he's not satisfied. He was not satisfied against the winning uh, on against Farum. He still wasn't really that satisfied against Campbell, and he damn sure wasn't. <laughs> he damn sure wasn't satisfied last night with the way his team played. I mean, he he, he brought up those turnovers, those boneheaded turnovers. Uh, you got it. You know, make your free throws. Um, so I mean, it just. It stinks because you, 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 to start the season, you want to not just win these games, but dominate these games, and be like, all right, let's get into uh, let's get into these games with South Carolina, and let's put up a fight, and let's and even if we lose these games, you know, we're good. What was it Oklahoma last year, a couple of years ago, that we went and played them pretty tough, and we were like, okay, but you know, I don't know. Looking at USC's Upstate's uh, their schedule because I did see they were one and two. They have played two SEC. They played two SEC. I know. I talked about that. I know. I know. That doesn't matter. I I understand, but I was just. I don't know. It just these are games you can't lose. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't matter that they lost to Vanderbilt in South Carolina and beat some fake school by thirty. It was more than that. Okay, fine. Are they a tournament team in your eyes, Chandler? They could be. Let's let's go through the scenarios of USC Upstate. What does this win mean for them? Could they have a bad season? Yes. Could they have a good season? Yes. Could they have a great season? Yes. Could they have a magical season? Technically, yes. <laughs> okay. All Every, right. They're just like us. Out there. <laughs> ah, yes, sir. Ah, yes, sir. Ah, yes, sir. <laughs> and, and by the way, the crowd last night, Gosh, it's amazing how loud that place gets. Because, like, they're – and it was very brief moments last night, but it just gets really loud on the floor. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that timeout opponent, and then the crowd goes crazy. We kind of got it. Did we not get it last night after the Dabunje dunk? Oh, man, what a hammer. What a hammer. Oh, dude was yammer. What a yoke. Pike says, local politics, do you have a son that will be point guard, Clipper? No, I have a daughter that will be starting for Kim McNeil's team in a few years, though. That would be hype. Local politics, bud. Newton says, this was the, it was their third game. They'll fix this. All right. Pike said, we should play Furman. They are a good basketball school. They get away with wearing FUTs and hats. They beat Virginia last year in the tournament. Skip said, and we are talking about USC Upstate. The Spottins took it to us last night. I was kind of hoping we'd beat them like our women's team did. I'm glad you said team did and didn't finish the sentence with, I was kind of hoping we'd beat them like our women. (laughs) That's all I was saying. Uh, And then he said, team did. Yeah. Speaking of which, Miles Bridges did it. uh, I guess is back with the Hornets. Miles Bridges. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. 
they even said i think if i get some wins then people will be more okay with me being here <laughs> unfortunately he might be right some people probably do think that way but he's like uh yeah i can't control what's out there about me ah uh, you can you can stop you know yeah <laughs> being a douche yeah whoa <laughs> easy there pal oh, i can't say that no i guess you can you just did Ah oh, man, I didn't know that was a word I couldn't say. Ah uh, yes, sir. Ah uh, yes, sir. You can't say that. Uh. Somebody sent me a clip of you yesterday, Chandler. A clip of me? It said uh, we got a new, a new Chandler flub. And I, I don't. I'm gonna play it. But just, and then after the game is the U.S. So your fifth quarter. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Three one seven. 317-1250 is the number. <laughs> Speaking of that number, we need you to call that right now. Well, no, 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 never mind. Sorry. We've already look. done that part. I know. <laughs> the look that Shirley gave me. <laughs> she was like, like, look at me. She was like. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I leaned I'm, back and I was like, dude, we've already <laughs> given away. We've already done that. I'm just, I'm used to like. When I start, when I take over the show, usually at the end of that segment is when we do the. I understand being robotic. The other day, I was going. I go to the grocery store a few times a week, pick up some stuff on the way home that my daughter needs. And I go so much that the other day I didn't have to go. And I found myself, I turned on the road that it's on. And I'm like, why did I turn in? I'm not going to the grocery store. Then I turn into the grocery store and I say again, I'm not going here. Okay. That's, Why am that's I here? Crazy. That, I know. It's we just we're Isn't robotic. Isn't it crazy how your mind works? Yeah. So or it doesn't work. They're scary. I need to get it checked out. I know. I did it twice in the span of like a minute and a half. And when I was promoting, you know, the fifth quarter and said 317 1250 i was like oh now it look that would be a good transition into the booty bag that we're about to open up <laughs> we already opened it up so i apologize i'm an idiot uh i'm a fool a moron uh, i'm a moron and uh, great respect doofus uh, great respect the doofus shirley take us to break we've got a smoked layup is that, uh, is that what the kids say I don't remember saying smoked when I was a kid. When you miss a layup. You don't know? Is that not? Am I I've, using that wrong? I've never heard that before. All right. North Texas misses the layup. They trail 39-38. Boy, this one has gotten ugly. Not a with lot how of... Many, with how many minutes left? 7.48. 39-38? Yeah, and it was like a pretty good pace going. St. John's... Oh, my God. Has scored nine points in the second half. To North Texas is 18. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Jeff Nadeau joins us to talk college hoops, college football, little NFL. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this. Your 
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be the Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. St. John's with a bucket. They go up 41-38, 7.04 left to go over North Texas in the shriners children's charleston classic basketball on all day all night and uh gonna be that way for the next week or so with feast week great time to talk to the big man on campus jeff nadu who joins us here on the pirate radio live line big man how you doing today pretty good clip how are you doing good and jeff i'm enjoying your uh appearances is it bet us uh you're doing the youtubes with during the day yeah yeah those are um I always say it. I, I, I first found uh, the big man and what he was doing when you were with Donnie Wrightside doing basically a daily show where you break down the games, and uh, I became uh, obsessed with that. And I uh, really enjoy you going on. You can check that out. Just go to Nadu's Twitter. He's got the link up. But breaking down the games, talking about college basketball, best bets, all the above. And uh, let's get to this Thursday, Jeff. I know one coming up here within the next hour lsu and dayton dayton a very respected basketball program lsu trying to uh to get back what they had a few years ago uh but you do like uh you going lsu in this one yeah i like lsu in the game i mean i think dayton just has some problems coming into the season they don't really have a particular point guard right now turn the ball over a lot and this is an lsu team they're going to be opportunistic under matt mcmahon they've already forced a turnover a lot this year um and with a team that has uh, issues at the point guard position that's something i want to throw in throw in the fact that i think you can take deron holmes out by not having a good point guard and, and that's big lsu is a big team they have a lot of bench players that deep and they're also lost i think they're the better team here if you're going to give me a point i'll play them uh, other games going on today in myrtle beach wichita state from the american taking on coastal carolina the bonnies are in the Barclays Center taking on Oklahoma State. Um, heard you talking about Houston and them in non-conference games versus lesser opponents and just how they smother. Uh, the total tonight, 124.5. Houston, a 20.5-point favorite uh, as they take on Towson. Uh, coming up later tonight, let's see, uh, any games of interest utah wake forest uh coming up later on tonight auburn notre dame so you've got a lot of action going on on this thursday jeff i know in years past you've said you uh would rather see a a game on a true you know road court home court as opposed to a neutral site but you getting involved in any of these uh neutral site games today other than lsu uh, I think Houston Towson's a good under spot, particularly taking Towson's team total under. I, I don't know how they score. I, I don't know how they get enough possessions to get to 50. Um, Towson plays the third slowest tempo in America. Houston plays very slow. Uh, Houston is a bear defensively. I don't know where the points come up, come from for Towson here. Um, Houston's not allowed more than uh, 
50 points in any game this season. Um, now you're asking them to get to 53 or more against the slowest team. I just don't really see – I don't know where they score. I, I would look maybe under. But outside of that, I, I really just don't bet a ton of games. I, I, I don't like this sort of thing. I don't like betting into it. It's just not, to me, a strong way to gamble. It's, it's very hard. You have a lot of outside factors. Difficult. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Uh, Jeff, very early, too early to make proclamations on this season, but uh, any team standing out so far to you or any teams disappointing? And uh, according to a text last night, ECU disappointing after their loss to USC Upstate. But any teams that have uh, caught your eye positively or negatively so far? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but I guess, you know, for whatever reason, you know, anytime I back ECU in like any sport, they just lose in the most ridiculous ways possible or they screw me in the most ridiculous ways possible. Um, and this is the challenge of college basketball around this time. I mean, no reason whatsoever that Brandon Johnson just doesn't play. Um, look, I get you don't win the game, but I give him 83 points to that group. Pathetic. Um, as far as uh, teams that surprise Arizona, I think you know, they're a team that I think really looks like a team that can you know, definitely get to the final four and win some games. They have a great point guard in Caleb Love. You know, they're deep. They bring in Keyshawn Johnson. They've got a couple of bigs that are really good. I think defensively they're pretty damn good. They went in and beat Duke in Cameron, and that wasn't a neutral game. Um, they just do everything well. I, I don't know if they have any flaws. Jeff Nadeau joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line College Basketball wall-to-wall going on. Very exciting. Also, uh, Jeff, want to talk some college football as well. Kind of a a weird week with the a lot of SEC teams playing uh, lesser teams, getting ready for rivalry week next week. But you do have some rivalry games and big games going on this week, including Washington, who has kind of walked the tightrope here the last month or so. They are dogs uh, at Oregon State. Washington trying to to stay alive. You've got Oregon, who is right there on their heels and uh, who could bypass them with a Washington loss. They might meet again in the championship. But how about Washington, Oregon State this week? Can Penix and company continue to win? Uh, have not looked great winning here lately. No, and I think this is probably where they slip up. I think we all kind of thought if they were to go undefeated, that would be quite impressive. And I feel like ever since that Oregon game, they've kind of been living on the edge. Oregon State is really good. That's a tough place to go and play. And, all of a sudden, DJ's been terrific. I mean, that defense is better than Washington. And, um, you know, you throw in the fact that, you know, betting on Oregon State has been a good thing to do. I and mean, they've been very good against the spread over the years. I think uh, John Smith is uh, the better coach in this game. Uh, they've been good as a favorite. They've covered three straight games against Washington. Now they're, I think, at the level where they need to find a way to win these types of games. You know, the last couple of years they've been right there, but they haven't had a way to win it. Eight and two. This is a huge game. Washington's lived on the edge. I think Oregon State gets the job done here. Jeff mentioned earlier this week. Uh, I, I loved watching Hidden Hooker and Tennessee's offense work last year. I have not paid attention to Tennessee much at all this season. Georgia certainly hitting their stride and looking dominant. They are a double-digit road favorite in Knoxville coming up this Saturday. Uh, does Tennessee give Georgia a game this weekend? No. I don't think any team will give Georgia a game at this point until they get to the Final Four. This is a team that's just on another level right now. Um, and, and again, what what do we think will happen with Joe Milton here? He'll go in and be like, 
12 for 26 with like 140 yards and they'll get blown out. I mean, if anybody wants to step in front of Georgia right now, you're welcome to it. But I'm not sure that Joe Milton has the ability like a Brady Cook to attack them down the field. Uh, Joe Milton's a guy who's just been average, not been great. Uh, and Georgia's just been firing on all cylinders right now. I think you're getting caught of a bargain here, if we're being honest. Um, the fact that this is only 10, 10 and a half. Uh, you know, maybe Joe Milton has one of those great games, but something just tells me he won't. Tiffany Dude joining us. The Iowa-Illinois total is 31.5 as I look at it right now. That East Carolina Navy total is similar, Jeff. Uh, the Pirates just got a dominant defensive effort last week against FAU, which they needed because the offense continues to struggle. But, boy, that defense was just too good last week against the Owls. Uh, different challenge this week with the Navy offense. But any thoughts on, on ECU Navy, or is that a uh, look away for you? Uh, I'll offer an opinion. I mean, I don't – I think the thought would just be, how does this game get to 30-ish points? I, I don't I don't know that I see it. I mean, I think the thought that you made is these are two really good defenses. Um, I tried picking on Navy last week just because they played UAB. Yeah. I mean, they shut down a great offense there at UAB. Uh, you know, they're a solid team, Navy, on defense. I think this game's probably a lot like the Charlotte game. I played that Charlotte under with ECU. That was the last time I won uh, betting on ECU. Um, you look at ECU, I, I'd have to ask, I mean, and, and you would be someone I could ask this. You know, at some point, why not give the, the, the kid, uh, the, the, the redshirt kid, an opportunity? Is it, don't they have a redshirt kid? They have a true, you're talking about a quarterback, they have a true freshman, Raheem Jeter, who can play in these final games and keep the redshirt. Why not give him an opportunity? I don't. I don't. Get yeah, it. I mean, we've asked the coaches. It sounds like it's a situation where they don't want to play him when the game is close. He's just not ready. They're trying to win games, and that's that's the answer we get, Jeff. Yeah, but I, I, I guess the question I have is like, and this is where coaching I, I never have understood it. Like, you're trying to win game. Like, why though? I mean, like you have two wins. You're not going to a bowl. I guess you're trying to get the three wins for for what exactly? Like, I. I don't you want to see what you have? I guess that's kind of my thought, but yeah. I'm sure you've asked all these pertinent questions before, and I'm sure you're tired of hearing it. <laughs> I will say I will say this, Clip, and I'll just throw this out there. There are two games left in the season for the Naval Academy. They have four wins. Right. Actually, they have three. They have three games, and the bowl is going to be – the bowl announcements are going to be made before that Army game. So they basically are in must-win mode for these next two. Yeah, big. This is a big game. So for me, uh, I would probably lean on Navy a little bit just for that factor. Um, and, and look, they're at home here, so I think you're getting a little bit of value with under two and a half. I trust their offense a little bit more than I trust Navy. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Uh, we got some good primetime games this week. Uh, we'll exclude uh, Vikings Broncos, although the Vikings have been incredible since losing Cousins and Jefferson. Uh, maybe getting Jefferson back soon. But tonight, Bengals Ravens and Monday night, Eagles Chiefs. So some marquee games uh, under the lights, Jeff. Uh, any interest in those and uh, in anything else in the NFL jump out at you this week? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. This game tonight, it, it's. It's finally nice to see a pretty good game here uh, on uh, Thursday night. I looked at Cincy, and I'm kind of surprised. I mean, it's amazing to me they're a three-and-a-half-point dog. I mean, I, I have a hard time going against them right now, but then I look across the field, and I have a hard time going against the, the Baltimore Ravens as well. I, I think it's cool that we finally have a good game here. I think when the rubber meets the road, I, I do want Joe Burrow right now a little bit more than I want uh, our boy uh, Lamar. Um, 
remember as well, Ravens off a loss. Um, we have to ask ourselves, Clip. I mean, I know they have the best defense in the NFL, but who the hell has this team played other than the Lions? I mean, we also remember they already beat the Bengals once, 27-24 is a close game. But outside of the Lions, what offense has this team played that you're impressed by? I think they're a little overvalued. If you're going to give me three and a half with, with the Bengals in a divisional game, it's hard to beat a team twice. I, I, I like a spot here for, 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 the, for the Bengals. Well, hopefully John Harbaugh will feed Keaton Mitchell in the second half and let him do what he did in the first I'll half. I'll tell you what, <laughs> that kid, I, I remember telling you, I remember him last year. He is quick, man. I, I yeah. don't know that I've seen many players faster than him. It's amazing. Very similar to when uh, Chris Johnson got into the league from East Carolina and just ran by everybody. So uh, hopefully Keaton Mitchell continues to get his touches. Uh, Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, enjoyed the chat. A lot going on. Uh, anything you need to plug? What else you got going on out there? No, I, I just throw one other thing out to you guys. Uh, anybody that's wagering this week, understand the situation you have. You have two, three games left for a lot of these teams. The goal is bowls. So you look at a Colorado, that's a huge game to bar. You look at teams that have already qualified and just have no interest. I think a great spot this week is on the Virginia Cavaliers. They got Duke. Uh, Duke is bowl eligible. Virginia is uh, a 2-8 and eight team. You got to go to play them. You got an injured quarterback with Duke. That's just a weird game. I don't think you have any interest in. So keep that in mind when you're betting this week. Good advice from the big man. They do uh, have a good evening, a good rest of your week. We are off next week, so have a good uh, Thanksgiving as well, Jeff. And we'll check in with you in a, in a couple weeks, man. Now let me ask you, Clip. Are you going to check in with me Saturday? Are we doing? Anything? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We'll be uh, we'll be up bright and early, eight to noon. So if you're uh, up in the morning, Jeff, we'll certainly give you a call. Now, Cliff, if you don't want to talk to me, that's okay. <laughs> Dude, that was that's on me. I'm watching a basketball game, and I'm starting to get out of ECU football mode, and I forgot the Bud Light pregame tailgate will be on the air at 8. So, no, that's on me. We want you uh, this Saturday. All right. Sounds good. We'll come up with a time. <laughs> All right, man. There is the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, joining us here, and he will join us Saturday as well as we have a uh, kegs and eggs edition of the Bud Light pregame tailgate. All right, Studio B is uh, playing with dogs. Are y'all y'all good? Y'all are, are in hogs heaven over there. Oh, uh, you're such a cute little dog. Leah Price of David Price Constructions here with her dog, and it's the cutest dog that has ever walked this earth. That dog, Shirley had that dog in the chair sitting there. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Now, now I'm, I've am got somewhere to go in about an hour, and I'm going to smell like dog, but I don't even care. <laughs> don't matter. I, I just love dogs. <laughs> totally worth it. All right, let's take a break. Uh, they're going down to the wire in Charleston. It is St. John's. Pop the score up for me. Thank you. Oh, we are tied, and North Texas at the line, shooting two. First one is up, and it is a brick. 51 all. Two minutes left to go. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. We'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, I've seen the uh, From the Helm letter from uh, John Gilbert. We'll read some of that. It is a full court (laughs) press on the NIL. And needing that NIL money and receiving NIL money yesterday in a big way from Bill Clark Holmes. $200,000 investment. The Team Boneyard. Uh, We'll read some of that from John Gilbert. And wrap up our number one of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's call nublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And did you know that there are thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. This is the great thing about college basketball. Just tons of bricks and turnovers and sloppiness, but it all comes down to the final play, and we love it. Didn't like it last night. No, we didn't. Not the result. St. John's up 53-52 to on North Texas. North Texas has the ball with 10 seconds left. So we're going to get a chance for some November madness here, Chandler. Maybe we can get the... We call uh, it November nostalgia? No, we don't. No. It makes you think of March. It makes you go <laughs> okay, back in time. All right. You see what I'm saying there? Kind of. So it's not a word that matches with madness, but you, you gave a good reasoning for it yeah, there. November nostalgia. November nightmare. No shot November? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just simply because there are no shots going up right now? There are no shots going in right now. Uh, North Texas has led for 49 seconds in this game, but they will have a chance to get the win and we're going to have another timeout as we have that timeout Can you t- call a timeout as if you're the pa there timeout red men oh no i'm canceled they're not that anymore <laughs> oh red storm did you hear me do the start lineups last night i did i hit it real Sophomore quick guard at <laughs> number 23 Uh, <laughs> well, I, 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 we need to go find out where that guy's doing PA next because I want to be there. Uh, John Gilbert put out a from the helm. This is a full court press on the NIL. I'll skip down to kind of the middle here. He says, I understand some may not like what NIL has brought to college athletics, but we need to embrace it and support our student athletes. This is the new normal, and we need your help. Those are the words of John Gilbert. He says, in the last 24 hours, Bill Clark Holmes committed a $200,000 investment to Team Boneyard for 2024 to support student-athletes. I'm at a loss for words when it comes to Bill Clark Holmes and the Clark family for their continued generosity and support of all things Pirates. Uh, Through Team Boneyard and NIL, we can unite to ensure ECU remains competitive with our peers and directly impact the lives of our student athletes uh, he says so many local businesses are impacted by the pirates we ask that you engage our student athletes with nil opportunities 
East View Athletic plays a significant role in the Greenville community and surrounding regions. Support of our pirate, uh, Pirates receive is second to none. If you are a local business, please consider collaborating with Team Boneyard and play a role in Pirate success. And uh, we've done that here at Pirate Radio. And um, John Gilbert now sounding the uh alarms for nil but man that is a huge donation uh, by bill clark holmes all right six seconds oh that's a bad shot it's no good rebound st john's that can't be what they drew up like a power forward shooting it from beyond the elbow just inside the three-point line i don't think that's what they wanted there so now what would you have drawn up there i'm not a coach what do you i don't know the play you think you could do better than that no i don't but I think that guy should do better than what he just did. All right, my point. Hey, man, do better. I don't even know the players. My point guard, they got a little guy that looks like Caleb Account. So give the ball to fake Caleb. We'll go pick and roll. If Caleb's left open, let him shoot. If he's double teamed and the big man's rolling to the basket with nobody on him, give him the ball. He'll at least get fouled. You're only down one. If you make one, you tie it. He's going to make one at worst. There's my play. Is that Coach K over there? (laughs) Is that Roy Williams? Hey, Roy, is that you? I'm not calling my power forward shooting a ball four feet beyond the elbow. Greg Popovich, is that you over there? (laughs) You're a real jerk. You're funny, though. Mike P said, hey, guys, a long two. Nobody sees it coming. That coach in the huddle. Exactly. Two missed free throws. We got a half-court shot, but this guy's going to take four dribbles and not get a (laughs) shot off. Again, I'm not a coach. They know better than me, but that was disgusting at the end of the game by North Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Shot November. Exactly. Did not get a shot off. Hey, man, stick to PA. (laughs) <laughs> stick to this right here oh you mean this guy stick to this sophomore guard at 6-2 number 23 <laughs> if anybody knows <laughs> if anybody knows either one of those two please give me their contact information we would love to have them and feature them on oh, Pirate Radio goodness Live. me oh my Oh, goodness me, oh my. St. John's wins it by one at the Charleston Classic. I'm with you, John Moody. We need to find a way to get ECU in the Charleston Classic. I mean, I'm cool with the, what is it called? Town Bank. uh, Town Bank Holiday Classic. Coming up next week. With the parts. In Benji's Coliseum for three straight days. What was that? (laughs) How I see pirate. <laughs> Three straight. Ah! <laughs> oh boy. Uh so yeah, I mean it'll be fun to see the team at home Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, but I want to get in this bad boy. <laughs> I want to get in that one. Uh, I'll see what else is going on today in college basketball. I know LSU and Dayton will be getting underway soon. Right now, uh St. Louis, a big second half leading Wyoming. 72 to 65 they're playing in myrtle beach i'll take myrtle beach i would love to go to myrtle beach i really want the charleston classic but i'll take myrtle beach also today there's american teams playing in both myrtle beach and charleston 
North Texas in Charleston South- and Wichita State in Myrtle Beach. South Carolina is a basketball state. <laughs> we saw that last night, didn't we? <laughs> you sure did. The Bonnies are in the Barclays Center later today. Mm, awkward. <laughs> My awkward ex. That's your ex. Speaking of which, this is an ex versus ex matchup, but not Xavier. Uh, St. Bonaventure, my ex, taking on Javon Small, our ex, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Yeah. So uh, that would be going on at 6.30 on ESPNU. Good NFL game tonight. NFL game uh, tonight. Give the ball to Keaton Mitchell. Keaton yes, Mitchell, sir. first touchdown, by the way, plus 1,000. If you're scoring out. I saw that, that's, wow. a stat to consider. Oh, I did too from Johnny Stats that I need to read okay hold on before we do anything i have to do this stats to consider nfl stats tweeted out on x that keaton mitchell is the only player in nfl history with 170 plus rushing yards and two plus touchdowns in their first 10 career carries wow give him the ball (coughs) in the second half why why did they just why that's all i need why uh josh thank you for letting me know there's a close game on the deuce i'll be flipping over there right now uh so johnny stats has a stat so east carolina has stats a stat to consider has a big three mm-hmm. bj rj ezra mm-hmm. johnny says the big three on the year 60 excuse me 16 of 31 from three it's pretty good 54 percent mm-hmm. take that the rest of the team is 5 of 36. Well, the stats, of course, is a statistic you can look at. Thank that you, is Brian. what a stat is. And I don't want to look at this one. Ugh. He said last night, 6 of 8 for the big three and 0 for 9-er. Ezra, is Ezra 2 for 2 on the year? I believe so. 1 for 1 I know he's night. had two made three-pointers. You know who I want to join in the, in that three-point parade? Ben Baila. You are correct, sir. I really want him to get hot. Got a smooth shot. Just got to get him to go down. Now, um, Dabunje, how many points did he have last night? Not enough. Okay. Well, the reason why <laughs> I was asking, uh, no, 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 I was, I was asking because of the 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 stat line that Johnny Stats gave us yesterday. Oh uh, right. That about. would give that would if if everything ran the same way it did last year that Dabunje would have a breakout game. Well, he was a little short of RJ's thirty three and Ezra's twenty four. Okay. Um, but almost had twelve if he could have hit that three at the end. He finished uh, with nine point seven rebounds. Okay, gotcha. Okay. He did have the hammer. I did pick RJ yesterday in the segment the closing segment of the show yesterday. Chandler did ask myself and Joey who we thought credit. would be yeah, give me my dang flowers congrats dude. on picking the best player to have the most points well they picked everybody else i picked rj so you know what's got you so sour i don't know it's like i'm gonna pick uh i'm gonna pick tom brady to win the super bowl <laughs> like it's just yeah rj's gonna score the most points i think we were trying to go outside of rj and bj i said ezra no one said ezra yesterday and he uh was second in line and had a career high night you know what y'all are basketball gurus what can i say hey man y'all know basketball i'm having a major uh deja vu moment right now with what have we had this segment before (laughs) me telling y'all that y'all are basketball icons and y'all know hoops y'all are hoopers 
I'm y'all sure know ball. I'm, I'm, I'm sure not, it's happened before. Uh, I don't recall that happening. We need to take a break. We need to talk some baseball. You need to get into a better mood when Ryan Meadows comes in. I had a dream last night. Guess who I talked to in my dream? Ryan Meadows? No, Ron Washington. Okay. <laughs> Congratulating him on his new job? Yeah. And I was like, Ron, I'm going to miss you, man. And he was like, oh, I love my time with the Braves. <laughs> I so it was like a casual fan yeah. celebrity. It was kind of like we were in a classroom type thing because we were in desks, and I was turned around talking to Ron Washington. <laughs> Do you see that uh, um, Truist Field is going to be the home of the 2025 All-Star Game? I did see that. Okay, Just That was checking. a good did you see, though, Shirley, because yes. we have not brought it up on the show. Well done. Oh, okay. Well, I figured, you know, since we were talking about Ron Washington and he was coming from Atlanta. I'll miss old Ron. When we return, Ryan Meadows will talk about the Down East Hitting Camp. You want uh, your kid to get instruction from a who's who of baseball around these parts, statewide, nationally. Uh, you can get that, and we'll tell you all the details and talk some baseball with Ryan Meadows when we return on Pirate Radio Live, Hour 2 after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And Bud Light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, welcome back into Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We talk hoops. We've got football to talk about. ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall going to join us. Kevin Monroe coming up as well. But we'll talk some baseball now with Ryan Meadows, who joins us, was the uh, longtime coach at North Pitt, coached with, uh, what, LCC yep. recently, right, Ryan? A little bit, yep. Yeah, doing yep. some Lancer baseball. Having some fun with the Lancers. And now a huge event, uh, which Ryan is uh, the coordinator of. It is the Down East uh, hitting camp and uh, we'll talk about the pitcher catcher camp as well but the hitting camp is coming up december the 9th and uh ryan once again a who's who of baseball around these parts and beyond and you've got some uh, some big names coming so where to begin first of all give us the the basics on the the hitting camp what is it and and what kind of instruction will these kids receive yeah sure uh, first of all thanks for having me there's never a bad month to talk baseball <laughs> so if we can squeeze a little bit of baseball in november um 
you know, I'm sure a lot of people like hearing it. But, yeah, we've got our fifth annual. It's hard to believe we've done five of these now. But uh, fifth annual Down East Baseball Hitting Camp. Uh, we've actually, it's a new date this year, a new time of year for us. We've moved it to December. Um, traditionally, I think the past four have been on Veterans Day weekend, but we decided to get off that weekend and uh, move it a little bit later uh, for, for various reasons that I think are going to help a lot um, in a lot of different ways. But it's going to be on December 9th at North Pitt High School. Uh, it is uh, just a one-day camp this year, so it's going to be from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. In uh, the the big deal for today for the listeners is, uh, you know, we, we've got a T-shirt deadline. So uh, if you want a free camp shirt to go along uh, with all the great instruction and great memories you're going to have, you've got to register online by tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to order those uh, late tomorrow night, first thing Saturday morning. I've got to get those in. Uh, basically, the T-shirt supplier is going to be closed the whole week of Thanksgiving, so I've got to go ahead and give it to them. So, anyway, if you want a T-shirt, uh, tomorrow's your deadline. Now, registration will remain open for that hitting camp until December fifth, okay. and then it will uh, it will close. But you know, I, I've said in the past, uh, I think it's one hundred and twenty-five dollars for the camp. That you know, people pay one hundred and twenty dollars for the T-shirt and five dollars for the camp. So. <laughs> Um, if you want one of those, then uh, I, I've got to go ahead and, and get you registered. All right, and this will be out at North Pitt High School. And, uh, and man, we'll, we'll give you some praise here. The baseball field was named Field of the Year in 2014 and 2019 yeah, by NCBCA. Those were good years. Yeah, that was that? A, lot, a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of hard work out there, a lot of good people I was surrounded by. And you've got uh, outdoor cages, indoor facility, uh, T-drill areas, uh, let's see the auxiliary gym, uh, the the gym itself. So in case of weather, you'll have it covered as well. Yeah, we do. And I mean, look, it's the North Pitt's got a great facility. We've put a lot of a lot of uh, time and and investments in there the last twenty, I guess, two years I've been there now, and um, certainly very proud to uh, put my stamp on it for two decades. And it's a terrific facility for something like this. You know, this camp's actually kind of two different camps. You've got uh, the little field camp, as I call it, which uh, are, are you know small field, little leaguers, and down um, on the softball field, which our softball field is in really good shape and a good facility there as well with cages and, and a lot of land. And then you've got the big field kids um, on the baseball field, and then all the facilities that that go along with it, the indoor facility and the, and the cages and practice field that goes with that. So um, we're, we're pretty blessed to have the staff that we have that want to be involved and that we can kind of divide up and conquer, and uh, everything is age-appropriate. Um, you know, certainly – the little guys will get something completely different than the big guys. Um, and that's how our staff is divided, and, and they're up for that task, and, and they're pretty good at what they do. And they want to keep coming back, so we must be uh, treating pretty well. Yeah, and, man, this staff uh, is incredible. Uh, just uh, the coaches, players, everybody in between. So who, uh, who are you most excited about having out uh, for these kids? Oh, man, you know, it's it, that's like trying to choose between my – kids you know I, I, I mean a lot of them are such good friends of mine that just all of them you know i, I say it every year but you know the, these camps that we brought back is not just a uh you know we certainly love the kids and love teaching and all that but it's almost like a homecoming for so many of our you know the coaching fraternity between uh you know the guys that i grew up playing with and and coaching with and then the new guys trying to get into it and um, you know, one one big deal this year that I think Pirate Nation would love to to know 
is uh, Coach Godwin's been really, really great to work with, and he's sending some East Carolina players over there. So um, I think we're going to have uh, about 80s East Carolina players that – um, some pretty big names as well. I won't go into them, but I think everybody's going to be really excited on on some recognizable faces, certainly, that shows up. So, uh, you know, that's going to be a good flair this year. And, and, and being around those young kids, you know, we learn just as much from them as, as they do us. And, and you know, it's, it's just a good time. It's a good day of baseball. We're hoping for good weather. We've already got, you know, our registration right now is really good. We're up over 100 kids already. Great. Um, and usually the last couple of weeks is a really big push. So uh, there is always a, a, a chance that we could sell out and be at capacity. So I'd probably go ahead and and if you're going to go, go ahead and uh, make that commitment and, and make that registration so uh, we can, you know, adjust. We're, we're willing to go get more coaches if we have to. So. You got some uh, current Pirates showing up, some former Pirates as well, and Spencer Absolutely. Breakhouse and Bryson Worrell as they – uh, are continuing. I know Bryson, uh, his baseball career, and trying to to make it uh, to the next level. Spencer, I guess, uh, is out as a player, right? And yeah, in the real is. world, he yeah. is. He's doing a lot of training. I think he's back in school. He's uh, God, what a great guy. Yeah, I mean, one of the all time just best people as Pirates. Um, but imagine this world clip. So the the how our camps kind of set up, uh, at least you know for for one aspect of it is the kids will get videoed on the field with Ronald Vincent throwing BP to them. So you get videoed off of RV. Legend. And then you're going to take the iPad that that group hits on and go directly into a classroom and have Spencer Brickhouse and Tanner Biagini, who's a Division I baseball coach, local Conley guy at, at Towson, they're going to break your swing down. They're going to tell you some swing adjustments. We've got cards ready for them and tips and all that that every kid is going to take to the next station. And Bryson Worrell and Eddie Lozner and a bunch of East Carolina players are going to basically take a kid and the next 45 minutes to an hour – and take their card and read the adjustments and help them on the spot with their swing mechanics. Man. It's a pretty good day, I'd say. You can't beat that. Yeah. Uh, just, so a bunch uh, of yeah. legends all within a couple of hours each other. And, uh, you know, they're going to get better. They're going to have fun. We're going to, you know, we're, we're it's, I've always said it. I don't want to call it a clinic. I want to call it a camp because it's a lot of fun. Um, so it's going to be a great day. We're hoping for a great weather and great turnout. Yeah. Really like seeing all the area high school coaches involved, middle school, uh, community colleges. So everybody kind of coming together here, some junior colleges as well. Uh, Ryan, all coming together for this great event. Yeah. And on that note, you know, the what I just went over was the basic format. But for the, the older guys, you know, this is such a good high school event. Um, I, I can't stress if you're a local high school player. I mean, we've, we've got actually high school kids signed up from Virginia right now. But um, it's also basically a, a really local and good showcase for yourself. Um, I think we've got eight or nine schools committed already to coming in anywhere between Division One schools to Division Two and Three and JUCOs. Um, we're, we're pretty big into the analytics and uh, – <laughs> You know, we're, we're doing the rap soto this year there, so you're going to get some some swing metrics and stuff to take with you and stuff that you can actually email out. Uh, a, a fun fact about last year, I went back and just looked at it, and of all the, the seniors that were there, I believe 75% of them end up getting offers from people at our camp last year, college wow. opportunities. Yeah. And, and some of them took them, and some of them are there now doing well. So, um, But the chance in, in December – 
before college season starts to work directly with college coaches and get your name out and not only work with them, but meet them and, and form a relationship and all that. There's not many opportunities to do that in December. No doubt. Um, so that's one reason we wanted to, to move this to December was for the older crowd. The college coaches really like the idea of getting it off in November and doing it in December before they get really rolling in January. So we're looking forward to all the high school kids that want to come out there and uh, use it not only for instruction, but as part of the recruiting process. Ryan Meadows joining us. You can go to downeastbaseball.org and hit the hitting camp tab and you can sign up there and then see all the information you need to know. The online registra- registration is available. Ryan, you also said uh, that the pitching and catching camp uh, registration is opening up too, right? It is. We opened that today. So what a great day to come on and uh, certainly appreciate you having me getting that out there. But um, that date has uh, has not changed. We've t- historically been the last weekend in January, and we're going to continue to do that because, you know, we use some minor leaguers to come out there with us and some minor league coaches and scouts, and, and that's right before pro ball kicks off. Um, so we want to certainly oblige to their schedule. So we're going to shoot for January 27th, but uh, we always – kick off that registration typically the week before Thanksgiving to go ahead and get that out there. So we want to open that. So if you go to our website, you're going to be able to see both camps. Um, just be sure you click on the right one. <laughs> so uh, all the payment options are the same, but uh, as far as uh, registration, click on the right one and register for the right one. And one thing I can tell you that uh, I would go ahead and do the pitching and catching camp too, because that is a really popular one and we're not able to take as many pitchers and catchers as hitters and uh we haven't had one of those uh, pitcher catcher camps not sell out yet we've always had to to shut that down i believe uh we run registration until the previous tuesday usually and i don't think it's ever made it to the previous weekend uh, you know groups were full and you just can't have but so many pitchers and catchers so that's a really popular camp and our coaches love it and uh go ahead and sign up for the holidays gets here and your brain gets washed with other things going on so <laughs> yeah the great thing man is, is that i just counted up uh, real quick the the staff i think including you i counted 30 and that doesn't include uh, the current ecu baseball players that sure. are coming so you're getting uh you know you're not just going to be filled with kids out there and have sure. five guys you know no. trying to corral them all they're going to get the one-on-one attention and, yeah. and you kind of broke it down early you know one thing for me and, and for everybody into it nobody's in it to make money I mean, you're going to go to a lot of camps these days a lot of showcases a lot of events that somebody's trying to make money um this is non-profit i mean whatever i get off of it whatever we take in as far as down east baseball uh, we just simply divide it to the coaches and honestly it's not much they're not getting paid very well because we bring in so many um it'd be really easy to have six or seven coaches out there and and have really big groups and and give everybody a nice payday but none of our coaches are worried about that they're truly there for the right reasons and and want to want to do well for the kids and and uh it's not really about getting uh getting a paycheck and uh we we give them something for the time and their effort but it's about the camaraderie and giving back to the game and we bring in a great staff and uh, i love sitting back and and watching them work i learn something every year ryan meadows joining us uh some baseball in the news today atlanta getting the uh the all-star game coming up in 2020 was it nine i believe or five five I think. five okay yeah. yeah a couple years from now uh also owners have green lighted the a's move to las vegas so that's going to take some getting used to how about that you know i've never been to oakland but i've been to vegas um 
and I, that's the reason that may can get me back to Florida. There you go. So uh, if the next time I go there, uh, God willing, I would love to go to a baseball game. I just, I really hope that's going to have a cover on it, like a roof, because. <laughs> Uh, the only thing that I know, it's very hot out there. Yeah, so, in the desert. Yep. Um, Howard McCullough's name in the uh, fantastic staff that you've assembled here. He is, uh, yeah. And a special Coach, advisor. Taught at Coach McCullough last week, and he's looking forward to uh, coming and giving his annual message to the parents. Um, he, he loves talking to the parents. He, he, he likes the kids. He loves talking to the parents. Well, they need some coaching great. too, right? Absolutely. The parents. <laughs> he, he gave a speech last year to the parents that is worth its weight in gold. One of my many regrets, but the biggest one is that I didn't put a microphone and record that because, <laughs> um, you know, it could have been a really, really, really widespread great message. But, uh, but yeah. We're great. keeping an eye out on the news for uh, for Clayton McCullough news yeah. as far as, you know. Yeah, I thought I really thought in my heart he might get that Brewers job. I thought that'd be a great fit. I know a couple of years ago, I guess he was rumored to go into the Mets, yeah. and I thought that had been a nightmare. No, I just, don't know I that. just wouldn't. That well, would show Walter got it, but uh, I think it'd have been great for the Brewers. We got a perfect sense. Mully said, hey, you get him as a third-base coach, he'll go ahead and, and move on up quicker than, he, sure. than as a first-base coach. Well, the Braves have a third-base coach opening. Yeah. Bring him over yeah. from L.A., put him at third. Yeah. And, heck, he could just take over for Snicker when he retires in a few well, years. Well, how about the new role the Brewers just created with Ricky Weeks? Like oh, I didn't see a, that. A, they have an associate head coach now, <laughs> a, associate manager. Okay. I think it's like the first one maybe in Major League Baseball with that title or something like that. So, um, yeah, I guess, you know, other people have associate head coaches in sports. They have an associate manager. An associate manager. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of that. But um, there's always new titles all the time. <laughs> there ways, you go. Ways to get guys on staff. All right, Down East Baseball Hitting Camp uh, coming up on December the 9th. It is $125. You can register at downeastbaseball.org. Register uh, today if you want to get that T-shirt. What, today or tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's about tomorrow. And look, yeah. the cost is $125 and uh, – uh, we also feed them lunch. So, you know, you do it by tomorrow. You get a full day of instruction with the staff that we've assembled. You get a T-shirt. You get lunch fed to you. Um, you know, for kids of a certain age, it could also just be a day of babysitting. <laughs> you've, got, you've got Christmas shopping to do or you've got some some plans, then uh, drop them off and we'll hang out with them until about 4.30. Uh, and then one of the highlights at, at 4.30 has always been – um, you know the the big kids, the college kids, always hit BP to end it on our field, and that's uh, that's that's some fireworks. It's pretty fun to watch. And a day they'll never forget. Growing up, I attended camps, a baseball camp where I met George Foster, and I'll never oh, forget yeah. that. Uh, you know, basketball camps, meeting Blue Edwards, Vince Carter. Like, you, you just it'll be a great day no uh, for the kids, no instruction doubt. wise, and just some a cool story to Absolutely. have. Absolutely, going into Christmas break, who could who could do anything better? There you go, Ryan. Uh, anything else before we let you go? No, man, I think we're good. I certainly appreciate you having me. I always enjoy my time and catching up. No doubt, no doubt. We'll see you uh, in Minji's. Tough one last night. Let's go. I can't oh, wait. Man. I usually my Minji's experience usually starts in December. Okay. Once I get to there, I start start <laughs> funneling in there a little. <laughs> there bit. you go. Yep. Uh, Ryan, enjoyed it, man. Good luck, and uh, if you want to come back on, talk more about the pitching and catching camp when you got those instructors nailed down. Yeah, we'll love see you in back. January. We look forward to it. Just don't make it snow this year. It did last year. Oof. We had to. We stood one weekend all year, and that was that weekend. So, <laughs> Perfect, anyway. right? Uh, let's take a break. When we return, we'll talk some pirate football with Kevin Monroe. 
hey, we get to talk to Kevin about a victory uh, over FAU. Hadn't done that much with Kevin this year. So we'll talk about that, get you ready for ECU Navy, and have more for you when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Uh, Jamie, are you still hanging out in the YouTube chat? Got a uh, big breaking news today. Uh, Jamie put a picture uh, of himself for his avatar on Twitter okay he's uh he's been lurking you know in the chat uh, he's uh he's a pretty handsome guy surely you want to judge uh judge jamie from a he zero looks, to ten he looks familiar he looks mean oh i'm just kidding oh <laughs> i couldn't help myself i'm I giving think. him at least a six six and a half yeah i would say he probably seven and a half yeah i i would say i would give it um you know so much respect <laughs> oh okay you're giving him so much respect yes all i'm right. not gonna give you an incredible amount of respect but so much not bad i would say he's uh he's too handsome to hide the face you know a lot of hideous folks out there he's not one of them that's all i'm saying i can't argue with it all right so so much respect for you jamie for showing your face so much respect I think everybody out there should show their face. Show your face. Show your face. I want to see your beautiful faces out there. Mine, mine is on mine. So yeah, we're we're out there along with Donnie Wahlberg. But I digress. Wes Hines is in the house, folks. Yes, Wes is going Wesley. to be taking over Spicy. for me here in just a minute. <laughs> we'll get a Wes. Spicy. Wes Hines, find out what he's had to eat this week. <laughs> And, uh, spicy chicken sandwich. What was it that that, that he had? Spicy, spicy chicken, chicken sandwich. No. What wait, was wait, it? Crispy bacon. Yep. Crispy bacon. <laughs> we need to play the. Uh, when are you leaving, Shirley? Uh, in in just a moment. Uh, okay. But I'll I'll load it up so load you can up have the it. the West sped up thing we did. Okay, I'll load it up. Just a second. <laughs> we'll play it for West. Uh, but right now we need to get to uh, Kevin Monroe, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Pirates coming off a win. Got Navy coming up this saturday and kmo joins us now on the program kevin how you doing today man i'm doing well clip hope you are doing great and uh i always enjoy our thursday chats kevin but man it's a lot nicer when we can talk about a pirate win east carolina knocking off fau on saturday just a dominant defensive effort for the pirates in the w yeah you know what i was just really impressed i think they held them to 21 yards rushing um you know, I, I made the comment to you during the game. It's, it's good to see an offense 
perform worse than our offense um, in, a, in, a, in a conference game. And so I, I really mean that. I mean, I, I know our offense has struggled. And, you know, it's not for lack of effort. It's just hadn't worked out as well as we thought it would this year. And to see so many three and outs uh, from FAU, I think they were four for 17 on third downs, uh, just really shows what our defense was able to do. Uh, their star receiver, Western, who had, you know, I think two or three touchdowns or, or three or four touchdowns in just the game before and is leading the nation in, in receptions, uh, was held to just three or four catches. They had a great plan for him. Uh, he was getting hit off the line of scrimmage on almost every play, either by a corner or by a linebacker, and then he was bracketed over the top by a safety. So just a, a very well-thought-out game plan uh, by Blake Harrell and that defense, and it was it was a, a, a beauty to watch on Saturday. And I didn't really put this together until you just mentioned Wester and then, you know, taking him kind of out of the game. Reminded me of when we went into the Rice game, and we heard a lot about McCaffrey, and you got to stop this McCaffrey. And, and East Carolina, for the most part, did a good job on that, Kevin, and they were hurt in some other areas in that game. But kind of shows you, what, game planning, Kevin, and, and having a plan, executing that plan defensively going into a, a Saturday football game. Oh, it's no doubt. And, you know, it's what, you know, Bill Belichick has made his career on, right? He's yeah. taking the best player away from the other teams. You know, it hadn't worked out so great for them this year. Obviously, they're not winning a lot of games. But uh, if you can do that and you can make an offense coordinator pivot and, and find other options, more often than not, you're going to be successful. Now, the problem is when teams have, you know, several talented players that they like to, to go to, that's when you, you run into issues. Or if you've got a quarterback that's mobile and he can make plays with his feet, and that, that, was, that was not Richardson from last week. He was – he came into the game with ne- negative rushing yards, and so he was not a guy who was going to break out and run downfield with the football. He was looking to throw it, and the Pirates gave him nowhere to throw the football. Kevin Monroe joining us, and uh, Kevin, I had to go in the press conference a few Tuesdays ago and asked Mike Houston about the two misses from Andrew Conrad against Charlotte and uh, ended up costing the Pirates. Uh, this week, I got to go ask him about five makes. How about Andrew Conrad coming up? for his team east carolina would either put him in a good spot or, or the defense would hold and the offense couldn't move the ball but no problem conrad was money on saturday and i asked coach houston just about conrad sticking with it and the team sticking with him and uh, it certainly paid off on saturday yeah conrad has hit a few big kicks over his career so we know that he can do it he's got the leg uh and generally he hits the ball pretty good it's it's never a, a situation where he shanks the ball or just comes off terrible off his foot. It's normally a you know a little bit wide right, a little bit wide left, but he always hits it pretty good, and that's the one thing you can count on. And so uh, he was feeling it. You know, it's kind of like the three point shooter that you, know, you can't miss in a, in a game. So he lined up and just knocked them all through, and that was definitely what the Pirates needed because they were able to move the ball some offensively, but you know, got in the red zone and kind of stalled. And uh, you know, and honestly, outside the red zone they were stalling because he was making forty plus yarders all game long. So. Uh, for him to be able to come in and do that and get points when they were needed was big for the Pirates on Saturday. And, Kevin, uh, one bright spot, Gerald Green, back-to-back weeks with touchdowns. And we've kind of talked about it. This offense just doesn't move the ball enough and, and is efficient enough to to get guys a lot of carries, get in a rhythm, things like that. But Gerald Green has been able to find the end zone the last couple of weeks. And uh, Mike Houston talked about his burst uh, when he talked to the media yesterday. Yeah, when you're when you're struggling to throw the football, we've talked about this before. You're going to get more people in the box defensively, so you're, you're going to have seven, eight guys in the box all the time. And so you need a, a running back that doesn't need much of a crease, right? You need a guy who can hit a hole when it's barely even there and get through it. And that's what Bond gives you. That's what Green gives you. A little bit of that from uh, from Camaro Edmonds as well. Uh, and that's why uh, Keaton Mitchell was so successful last year because you didn't have to give him much. You could just just give him a little bit of crease and he'll blow through it. And so 
glad to see Green uh, performing so well when he gets in there, getting his opportunities. Doesn't get a whole lot of carries. None of the backs are getting a whole lot of carries because, you know, for the most part, the Pirates have been behind in a lot of games and having to try to throw the football. Or we've been going three and out a lot and had to have to stay in drives where we could afford to run the ball. So, yeah, it's good to see him get in make a couple plays, you know, give them some confidence by scoring back-to-back touchdowns in two games. Yeah, and, and Kevin, Jason Nichols was breaking it down and said there, there's going to be, you know, a hat on a hat, but there's going to be one unblocked man out there, and that's the guy you got to beat. And Green got through that initial hole, and then could he beat that safety? He could, and that's what led to the touchdown. That's kind of what separates the the good from the great to the, the average running backs, right? Can you beat that one man that's unblocked? Oh, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, you – yeah, we, we always talk about running backs need to be slow to the hole and then fast through the hole. So mm. slow to and fast through. And so you, you have a second or so to, you know, assess the situation, read your blocks, find out where to go, and then you got to explode through it. And then once you get through it, you're right. Jason's right. He's got, you got to be in that second level of the defense where you're past the defensive line. Maybe there's somebody getting blocked but on the linebacker. Now you got to make a defensive back miss. And, and the big-time runners can do that or just run by them. And so that's what Keaton <laughs> could give you. Uh, some guys have that little bit of a wiggle. They can make something happen once they get in that hole. Uh, that's what it takes to be successful uh, on the biggest uh, stages. Keaton, by the way, doing that in the NFL now, Kevin. Another great game for him on Sunday, and his Ravens will play tonight against the Bengals. A good Thursday night game tonight, Bengals and Ravens. Yeah, good game. And um, I think uh, Keaton only got one more carry in that second half yeah. after after getting the big touchdown run. And so, you know, Harbaugh was – quoted as saying, you know, we probably should have given him the ball more in the second half, and we won't make that mistake this week. So I expect them to, to get the ball to Keaton, you know, maybe not often, but I expect him to have five to ten carries uh, tonight in that game. So excited about what he's been able to do. And, and you're right, everybody talks about the, the, the main difference between, you know, big-time college football and the NFL is the speed. Well, Keaton apparently has enough for both levels because he's <laughs> running past people in, in, in the NFL like he did in college. No doubt. Talking to Kevin Monroe. Kevin, uh, Pirates getting ready for Navy. It's been uh, pretty much a nightmare against the midshipmen uh, in the series. Now, East Carolina has gone there and won a couple. Uh, I've never beaten them here at home, so uh, they have one on the road field. And Blake Harrell's defenses, I feel like, have done a pretty good job since he's been here against Navy. If you remember last year, Kevin, the offense uh, struggled against Navy. That's when we had all those playmakers. So uh, their head yeah. coach now, Newberry, was their defensive coordinator. Um, there's been a lot of talk this week with, with Mike Houston that um, he's similar to Blake Harrell and like and they like to mix it up. Parker Moore talked about that with me on Tuesday that they really try to confuse you out there, show you different looks. So quite a chess match uh, going to go on on both sides on Saturday. Yeah, they don't they don't run the traditional triple option. They, I mean, they still do run that, but they they have some variations off of it now under the new uh, regime. And you know, both uh, Mike Houston and Blake Harrell have been at university, have coached at universities that ran the triple option, so they know what to expect. They've seen it a bunch. They know how to coach it up. I think they did it some in their in their off week to get used to it. They did some in the preseason to get used to it. It's one of the things where you just have to kind of stay disciplined and stay working on it. Uh, and, you know, just in case you have you know, new guys in the lineup, maybe you have a different corner or a different linebacker in the lineup than you did in the preseason. you got to make sure those guys have seen it because we always talk about somebody's got to have the dive man, the quarterback, and the pitch man. And if those three things are taken care of, you're good. But it's when somebody gets greedy and tries to jump down from the pitch to the quarterback, and all of a sudden he pitches it late and he goes for 60. You know, it, it was it was just embarrassing to watch what Navy has done to us over the years, yeah. scoring 60 and 70 points and just dismantling the power defense. I feel like that was one of the reasons that Blake Hill was brought in, so that no team 
you know, outmatches us so much that we can't figure them out. You got to be able to make, you know, make uh, changes on the fly. So, yeah, he's been a lot better against uh, that triple option against all the def- all the offenses that we've seen since he's been here. So I, I can count on him to to have those guys ready. They may pop one or two, uh, but they're only scoring 19 points a game. So you, you just hope that you can keep them down and our offense can step up and put some points on the board. Feels like in a lot of our losses too, Kevin. It hasn't necessarily been the the death by a thousand cuts like Navy likes to do it. It's big plays and talked to Antoine Jackson this week for the first time, a nice young man, and and he says everything a defender says going into the Navy game about discipline and eye discipline and knowing what you got to do, and and everybody knows it. It's just tough to do, right, Kevin, when they they go eight straight carries up the middle and then, boom, they hit you with one over the top. Uh, You got to be ready for it at all times. Listen, they've completed 67 passes this season, you know, versus, uh, I think, Four hundred and some odd rushing attempts. Yeah. So they they're gonna they're gonna run the ball down your throat, and if you're if you're a corner or a safety, you're he's right. You got you got to have eye discipline. You got to be making sure that you are you know doing your responsibilities because if you take one play where you decide to go up and make a tackle on a running back or a fullback, and that ball pops out and goes over the top of your head, that's on you. And and that's you know the coaches are going to be waiting to to destroy you on the sidelines. So you, you have to have discipline. If you're at the linebacker position, you can't get greedy, as I just said. If your responsibility is quarterback, you got to stay on quarterback even if he doesn't have the ball anymore because you just never know what's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's a, it's the hardest game of the year for a defender just because it's something you don't see every week. We never played Navy when I was playing, but we always played Army, and they ran that offense. Yeah. So, you know, they would always say, get your big boy pads on, you know, get two, two chin straps because you got to tackle this week, but you better make sure you're ready when that pass comes. Kevin, Pirates coming off a win, two games left, a, a bit of a lost season as far as not going to a bowl or achieving the goals they wanted to achieve. But what, you know, can be achieved these last couple weeks if you if you win three in a row? You know, what does that mean for the offseason? If you win one of the last two, like is there anything you can salvage here? Kind of take us in the locker room, Kevin, as a former player and, and as a player's perspective and a coach's perspective. What are they trying to accomplish here these last couple weeks? Oh, there's no doubt. If you can if you can finish winning three in a row, that means everything. That means everything to the recruits. That means everything to your current players. Because to the current players, you can tell you can tell them, hey guys, we struggled in the beginning. We couldn't figure things out offensively, but we've got a plan. We're going to bring some some new guys in next year. But we figured a lot of things out, and we were able to we were able to get some wins. And then defensively, we dominated. We showed what we can do, and we're only going to be better next year. That's 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 the message you're giving them. And then to the recruits, the ones that have already committed, you're saying, hey. You didn't make a mistake. It was a rough year, but look how we finished. It doesn't matter how we began. Look how we finished. We got some wins. We got some momentum going into the next year. I'm going to make some changes in the offseason. And, oh, by the way, you recruit. You're going to help us be better next year. And you sell that story to them, how how they're going to help you be better on the field next year. You know, recruits don't necessarily want to go to a team that went 12-0 and because they realize, hey, you know, that team doesn't really need me. They want to go somewhere where they can be the man right away, whether it's a portal guy or whether it's a high school kid. Everybody wants to play that very next year. So, you certainly sell the momentum you have going into the offseason if you can win these last few games. Kevin, I will wrap it up. Uh, my commander's taking on that depleted Giants team that uh, the Cowboys whooped up on last week. Now the Cowboys get to whoop up on uh, the Panthers. Are you going to Charlotte to see your boys on Saturday, uh, Sunday? Go. I, th- I, I thought about going, uh, but I, yeah, I'm not going to make it this time. I'll have to watch it on television. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, and then we'll see your commanders on Thanksgiving Day. So I don't know if you and I will talk before then, but, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, 
That'll be exciting. I'll tell you what, Sam Howe is slinging it, and, and that's about it. And they're struggling on defense right now, but I, I hope we can have uh, at least an entertaining showing next Thursday. Oh, I think so. I think so. I, certainly, whether you know when the when the Commanders and, and the Cowboys play, um, it's always a, a tough battle, regardless of the of the, of the record. So I'm sure it'll be a good, a good game. Kevin, enjoyed the chat, man. We will uh, talk to you in a couple weeks. We'll be off next week, so uh, we'll reconvene in a couple weeks, talk more football with you. But we appreciate you joining us here today and all season long, man. All right, Clip, man. Enjoy it, man. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You do the same. Kevin Monroe joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll be with you 8 a.m. Saturday morning on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Pirates trying to get win number three all-time against Navy and win number three in Annapolis against Navy. Let's take a break. We'll come back, wrap up our number two with Wes Hines, who is stepping in the producer role. Chan is here. We got Marcus Crandall and former Pirate Morris Letcher coming up in hour number three of our show and a giveaway. Still a lot to go here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. More to go when we return after these words. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Mini Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarminispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clint Brock. Hi, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. It's about the time I start thinking about dinner, and I think I got it, Sean. I, uh, what you got? Usually go with the pizza of the week or... The chicken Philly at Familia. Mm. But I saw they have a special. Uh, it's like a tuna steak Alfredo. Okay. And I love all things Alfredo. What about tuna? I, I'm fine. I'm okay with it. Not my favorite protein, but put it on some Alfredo and I'm in. So I'm going to roll with that at Familia tonight. Awesome. What about the girls? Uh, girls will probably they won't be having familiar they will be having my go zach's with them thursday's a takeout night they like that so but yeah i'm all set Wes, why this is probably a coincidence it's got to be yeah but how come when you show up my headphones just have a loud home in them 
I don't know. I swear, man. It's it's you, nothing you did. You haven't done anything different. No, you haven't even been in this room. No. It makes everything easier. But I've got like a hum in my headphones now. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I'm not lying. Yeah. You want to hear it, Chandler? Yeah. I mean, I I saw I I see you uncomfortable over there. I mean, and it's nothing major, but it just happened when Wes showed up. Wow. And I I'm not gonna blame Wes for it, but you just happened to like. See, it's like annoying, right? Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't bother me. But. <laughs> if you're used are to you it being clear the, for now two the hours. Is, yeah. Now, the question is, are you deaf and you having to turn it up and so you can hear the hum? <laughs> Am I being a diva, Chandler? You think I'm being a bit of a diva? Uh, maybe a little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. I mean, there's, de- there's definitely a hum. There it is. That's all I can hear right now. It's killing me. You can't hear me. I can hear you, Wes. <laughs> Wes, have you had a hot dog since you were last on the show? No, I have not. Really? No. No hot dogs in, uh, what, two weeks? That's right. You're about due. Have you thought about eating a hot dog? No. Sure haven't. You're about due for a dog, I would say. <laughs> He's a uh, dog dude. We were talking uh, dinner earlier. What are you having tonight, Wesley? Uh, I'm going to Familia as well, but I don't. I, I got to look at the menu. You're going to Familia too? Yeah. All right. I'll just ride together. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my wife's going. Can I eat with y'all? <laughs> Whatever. Hey, <laughs> when, hey, when y'all eat, hey, when you eat with them, it all comes off. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have to have his recorder there so he can uh, share it back to tomorrow's show, right? <laughs> no, I'm not eating with you because you gave me a long pause and a whatever instead of saying yeah, sure. So special occasion. Clearly, I'm not wanted there, Wes. That kind of upsets me a little bit. Uh, but that's all right. That's all right. Uh, let's see. Robert says, when I played against an option offense, we would practice without a ball to keep everyone focused on their responsibility. Okay, maybe that'll work. Chad's asking is Clip is being a prima donna. I guess so. Eric wants to know where Wes got that nice plaid shirt. He says you're all... The men's section. (laughs) (laughs) He said you're all business today, Wes. Looking good. Thank you. Where'd you get the shirt? Well, you don't have to name the place. I have no clue. My wife buys my clothes. She does the shopping? Because I I refuse to go to... um, to somewhere that uh, I find uh, women's shirts in a men's section. So that has scarred you for life. Yes. I've not shopping. bought your own shirt I since I have not then. bought my own shirt since um, that happened. Good no. gracious. So no hot dogs since the eight hot dogs for lunch. Was yeah. it seven? Eight, eight. Eight hot dogs for lunch and no shirt purchases since buying a woman's shirt. Yeah. I'll say this, Wes. You, you learn from your errors, your mistakes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a positive. Yeah. Eric says so. That shirt could be from the women's section. <laughs> I mean, anything's possible <laughs> in this crazy world we live oh. in. But man, that looks like a man's shirt to me. Yeah, it's definitely a man's shirt, and it's a good-looking yeah. shirt. Thank you. Uh, Jamie says Wes gets angry about clothes shopping. I mean, honestly, don't we all though? Like, I, hate, I, hate, I hate it. Yeah, hate hate doing that. That's why I get all my gear whenever Pirate Radio comes out with a new shirt. Absolutely. Those are all my clothes, basically. I love them. Yeah, it's always nice when we get some new merch. 
Not even pirate find like a swag. Pirate, pirate has swag. Um, I might even like maybe find like an old shirt from like way back in the day that I might take. We call that vintage, Chandler. Vintage. Throwback. Vintage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Wes, uh, we've got... Now, I'm glad you're here because we got some major producing we need to do in hour three. Okay. Because we're going to call Marcus Crandall, and he wants to patch Morris Letcher. We're going we're gonna to put him on another line. Yep. We're going to have two lines on at one time. Do yep. you think you can handle that? I think so. All right. I believe in you. And we're going to do that when we return hour three. We've also got a giveaway for you and more. Right now, Dayton has a 26-24 lead over LSU in the Charleston Classic. We got to get ECU basketball to the Charleston Classic, Chandler. Let's get him there. We got to. How do we do that? Now, do y'all hear that hum? Yeah, I hear that hum. <laughs> where, where did that come from? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Why don't I hear any music? Are you? Have you played the music? I was starting to play the music, but then you didn't. You didn't. You. Well, I'm not just going to go to complete silence. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> I like to walk into the break with. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> you started talking about something else, uh, didn't you? I don't know. Well, just go with me. What did you think I was going to be like? He's leading us to the break. <laughs> Wes, this is not the first time. All right, we'll have more back after this bathroom. Turn the music down. <laughs> you used to uh, do this every day, Wes. Yeah. And you normally, uh, normally uh, you do a roll, hand roll. Oh, I do. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, sometimes you do. Yes. Yeah, I get. Yeah. What, uh, is, what I, does that mean, though? All right, let's take a timeout. Let's, let's go to break. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, did y'all see this crazy thing that happened in the news? Just kidding. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with you. Hour three. Marcus Crandall, Morris Letcher, more to go. Pirate Radio Live. Clip Chandler and Wesley Hines back with you after this. All right. Well, we got two guests on the phone. So, do you need to do a live read real quick, Chandler? Before we move on, that's fine. We can go ahead and get into the interview. All right. Well, let's get it uh, to our guest Uh, joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Of course, we got ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall joining us on this Thursday. Marcus, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Of course, uh, blessing, highly favored, man. Uh, Glory be to God. How you doing? Man, doing good. Hey, coming off a pirate win. That's always good, right, Marcus? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. <laughs> good to get one of those. And also joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line, former pirate Morris Letcher uh, is also on the phone with us. Morris, uh, you there? How you doing? I'm here. How y'all doing? Hey, doing great. Uh, appreciate you joining us as well. Uh, this is cool, guys. So the Grey Cup coming up this Sunday. We talked to Tyler Sneed. Uh, yesterday on the show and Tyler and his Montreal Alouettes will be playing in that game and uh, Tyler told us about uh, one of his teammates uh, who we're going to be talking about today too right Uh, uh, that Morris knows quite well yeah his name is James (laughs) yeah and James uh, is uh, as Tyler explained an electric player and uh, has, has found his way 
and uh, found a home there in Canada as well. So, Marcus, uh, Grey Cup coming up. You got some Grey Cup memories. Uh, when you hear Grey Cup, what comes to mind for you? Man, it's just an awesome time. It's um, it, when you think about um, what it means. It's you know, it, it's two teams coming together um, at the end of the year to you know, click uh, cap off uh, the a great season by both teams. Uh, exciting times for fans, uh, for those who watch it, and especially for those who are fans of the teams that are involved. And so, uh, but it's a, it's a great time for all the fans involved. Uh, in, in in the CFL, um, many teams from different, uh, many fans from different teams come to to watch that game, uh, and it's, a, it's it's electric, man. It's it's, it's a great time. Um, it's a great accomplishment to to get to that point uh, because of all the hard work you put in to to make it that far. And then uh, guys like uh, uh, James Letcher Jr., who's homes. Uh, I, I don't know if we heard that, but he's uh, Jay, uh, Morris Letcher's son. Uh, who's very electrifying, has been electrifying since he joined the Montreal Alouettes this year. So it's great to, for fans to see moments like that and uh, to, to be able to witness, uh, you know, great moments, hopefully. And Morris, uh, how, you got to be excited as well to see your son play uh, at the highest stage of the CFL in the Grey Cup coming up on Sunday. How excited are you for Sunday's game? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. You know, it's, it's one thing for you to go do some things, but it's another thing. Uh, for you to go see your son play, you actually wanted more for your son than you did for yourself. So I've never actually been to Canada. I am. Um, we're actually going out there on Saturday to go see the Grey Cup. So I hear about it being a good league to play in, and we'll be excited to go. That's awesome. We got uh, Marcus Crandall and former Pirate Morris Letcher joining us on the Pirate Radio live line today. And uh, Morris, first time we've had you on here, Pirate Radio. So we'll get to know you and and, and we'll get to know your son as well. But uh, how about your playing days uh, at East Carolina? What what comes to mind when you think about your time in Greenville? Well, I had a, a good time down there in Greenville. Actually, I'll tell you a little story real quick. Uh, I never heard of East Carolina when I was coming out of Coffeeville and uh during Thanksgiving break, I got a call from Steve Logan, and he said he was going. He was the coach of the East Carolina, and uh, I said, "Okay." I said, "I know where North Carolina and South Carolina, but where's East Carolina?" <laughs> and he started laughing, <laughs> and so he told me where it was at. So I said, "Okay, well, I'll take a trip." And then he said, "Well, I promise you, come down here, you'll sign with us." And so that's how that started and ended for me in college. That's awesome, and I've heard similar stories to that as far as folks, and Marcus, your story's different because you're from Eastern North Carolina, so you knew about it, but heard a lot of stories from guys out of state who uh, who just weren't aware of ECU. Yeah, absolutely, man, and um, you know what? It, it's um, it, it's not just ECU. It's, it's just a little smaller schools because you weren't very um, well-known or nationally, you know, uh, for a very long time, and so... Um, you know, just uh, as as an athlete, when you hear, especially you know, Morris being from the Midwest, uh, coming to the East Coast or going to visit the East Coast is, uh, you know, just you know the distance, especially during those times, right, where we didn't have, <laughs> you know, the uh, World Wide Web and all those things that help us out nowadays. But uh, to where you can get and uh, look things up a little bit more than you had, to, than you could back then. You didn't have to. You don't have to go to the library to and all those kind of things, but uh, uh, you may have to fact, um, you know, have to make sure that the, everything is correct, but, <clears throat> but you know, you just have so many uh, opportunities to, to get to no places uh, without being there nowadays. 
got marcus crandall got morris letcher joining us on the pirate radio live line great cup coming up this weekend and uh tyler sneed will be a part of it uh morris's son james as well and then on the other side a guy we've talked about a lot marcus stanley bryant still getting it done uh he's should be a future cfl hall of famer but he'll be uh in action this weekend as well yeah, it'd be great to see those guys, man. Um, Morris, you know, uh, those old, uh, Stanley is an offensive lineman, played at East Carolina. What was it like for you, man, knowing that, um, you know, you had the guys up front, uh, who protected the quarterback and able to you in the, which enabled you to get the ball, man. So what, what is, what does it mean for you, uh, seeing a guy like Stanley Bryant come from East Carolina and the Pirates in that game as well? Yeah, it'll be pretty exciting, you know, because you always make those connections about, you know, your former players that you went to school with, not even just playing with, but just had that connection with guys that go to your same school. I got an East Carolina flag on my house, and so when I met Steve Sneed uh, on the telephone, it was very exciting. So we kind of got a connection, even though we didn't play together. Morris, uh, let me ask you about James. I uh, went to Washburn, uh, says born in uh, in Kansas City. Uh, so how about you know him coming up as a football player? Uh, how did he end up at Washburn? And then after that, you know, how does he end up uh, in the CFL making plays and uh, scoring touchdowns on special teams? Well, J.J., we call him J.J. He grew up in Kansas City, Kansas, went to a small 4A school. He actually played running back in high school, but – me being a coach and, and coaching him, I said, man, you're going to be a receiver because you're not going to be a big kid. And so he was always telling him how to be a receiver. And so he got to play at Washburn. And he really got – they wanted him to walk on his first couple of years, first year. And I told him, I said, listen, listen I'm going to tell you, he's going to be one of your best players by the time he leaves here. And once he left, he was like a six-time All-American. And he played receiver and everything. And so he went to the chance to the Chiefs minicamp. And when they didn't invite him to training camp, Montreal wanted him to come immediately to uh, Canada and try out. So that's what how they end up in uh, in Montreal. And so it's been a great ride. So I, we know the end results, Morris, uh, but what was it like? Uh, what was his mentality or his attitude when you mentioned that to him as, as far as changing positions and become, being a receiver, you know, and uh, accepting that, you know, that role, so to speak? Uh, well, I've been coaching JJ since he was five years old, so he always, I always told him, your ticket's going to be a special teams return guy. A lot of guys don't want to do punt return and kickoff return and things like that, so he's a well-rounded kid when it comes to punt return. That's why he's made his, his mark doing special teams over there, but he'll make his mark doing uh, other things once he gets over and gets to playing. He came in late to uh, Montreal, and so his mentality is, hey, Daddy, as long as I get an opportunity, I'll, do, I'll make the rest of the best. And so that's what happened to him. He was on practice squad for five weeks. And then they finally moved him up. And so he's, he's doing fine. Great kid, great mentality, humble kid. And he just knows what to do when he gets the opportunity. And talk about making an, uh, a getting an opportunity, making good of an opportunity, Morris. I think it was his first game when he had a return, didn't it? I think it was. Yeah. Maybe the first or second. Uh, but what a, he got an opportunity because uh, the starter was um, on the injured reserve or uh, on the injured list for that week or whatever. Uh, case may be, but um, he got his opportunity and he showed out, huh? Yeah, he showed out. I think he had at least one return that week. He had uh, he had about 600 yards the first couple games he played in and one return. And then I think he got a total of four returns all year so far. 
And so he's ready to go. We, we're excited. We stay here, cheer for him on TV, watch him on TSN. And he, he's just having a good time. You know, he's better than me because I didn't want to be away from home that, that long a time <laughs> back then. You know, so that's where we're at now. We're just excited that he's getting an opportunity to see the world and play what he do what he wants to do. You know, so it's, that's that's his that's his mentality. All right. Marcus Crandall uh, joining us uh, as well as Morris Letcher on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Grey Cup coming up this weekend. Marcus Crandall, a Grey Cup champion. And you got Tyler Sneed and uh, also James Letcher Jr. trying to win a, a Grey Cup championship with Montreal coming up this week. And uh, Marcus, uh, I, I talked to Tyler Sneed about this yesterday, kind of the buildup. Uh, Tyler said he was at Media Day. Uh, kind of being dragged in, in some different directions. I don't know if it's quite the hype that the Super Bowl is here in the States, but uh, he knows it's a big deal. They'll be heading to uh, – they're in Hamilton getting ready for it and everything. But how about that buildup? And is there any more pressure going through these guys, going through uh, the, these kids right now as they get ready for this game as opposed to a regular season game? You know, it really is because of the commitments that they have uh, from a media standpoint. And, uh, and also events, right? They have all the events that are going on. They have the, um, the awards that are going on that same week. So it's very similar to the NFL, man, in regards to your time uh, that you have. And then, of course, you still have to uh, have your responsibilities as far as uh, on the field. And, uh, you know, you're, you're geared in, you're, you're honed in on those things. But, um, you know, time restraints are, are um, you know, at its high in regards to, you know, uh, meeting as a team and all those kind of things, you really have to coordinate and and, and the, be efficient with your time um, uh, for both teams and um, and then the rest. Right? I mean, you have to you, you want to go out there and enjoy the time out there, but at the same time, you want to have that level of focus to to get the job done. While I got you here, uh, Morris, uh, we could use some of your 74 catches for 868 yards, eight touchdowns, uh, your numbers here at ECU. Offense has been struggling this year, but picked up a win on Saturday. Uh, Morris, how much do you keep up with Pirate football now, and are you ever able to, to get back to Greenville for a game? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't keep up with them as much as I could because they don't show their games. But the last time I was in ECU was in 2018, because I actually went back to finish my degree. And so I t- actually took my whole family down there and got to show them some of my old stomping grounds. And uh, so that was the last time I was there. But I was glad to hear about Tyler Sneed coming from ECU, coming to play with my son. It's pretty cool. And so that's about all I get to watch. So I don't, I don't really know none of the guys and uh, players that are on the team. I, I, I think I asked about Coach Connor still there, maybe, coaching Waste. Uh, there at the uh, school he's still in greenville but no longer coaching yeah but coach connors is still around okay well he's probably there still bullying people like he was (laughs) hey marcus everybody you bring on every interview we have uh coach connors comes up one way or the other right somehow or another his name comes up indeed (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) i'm gonna tell you a story about coach connors too so he would always be you know back then you didn't realize how much weight was important for you and he would always be like man i wish i could get you in this weight room and and get it to you and i should be like coach connor four three and that's all i would say to him four three so we had a good time back that is then. it yeah, absolutely. Man. And uh yeah, all, congrats on the degree as well. Awesome you could uh you could come back and do that. Marcus, uh 
How about uh, your take on the Pirates winning a football game? We haven't been able to talk about a lot of wins, so I better ask you about it while I can. How about the win over FAU on Saturday? Oh, man, a, a win is a win, and, um, you know, we, we were able to pull that one off um, really against a good team that, uh, you know, they're, I think they won a couple of games in the conference as well or already. And so, um, you know, to go in and, and get our first conference win was just, man, it, it's it's um, it's awesome to see because, you know, the resilience of, you know, the, the student athletes and, um, you know, the mindset that they have to have week in and week out, um, I think it says a lot to, to get a win uh, because you can easily go into the, and, uh, into the tanks and, and um, you know, and give up in, on the season. Um, but those guys made a decision not to do that and, um, and fight for, for one. Um, I, I meant to mention this last week is one is for the seniors, man, because uh, this is their last year. You don't want them to, um, you know, you want them to have the best season as possible and go out on a high note, but that um, is not going to happen. So you want to finish up on a good note, and I think it's very, I think it's imperative that um, those guys come together, uh, the younger guys, and, and finish off this season strong for those seniors that that's uh, going to believe in them for next year. Marcus, uh, how about the matchup with Navy? East Carolina has won a couple of times there in Annapolis, but Navy has really controlled this series. Uh, looks like uh, Vegas thinks it's going to be a defensive game total sitting in the low 30s. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, could, offense could be at a premium coming up this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's seemed like it's been the case for us um, all year. But, I mean, you know, you look at Navy, I mean, they, they, they have put up, some points here and there overall, uh, you know, 31 points last week. And so, um, you know, they, they're a team that I believe they've changed um, their, their, their system, the way they're doing things offensively. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting time for them as they're doing that and going through that process. Um, but like I said, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be the battle of, you know, those, those discipline. They're still disciplined in what they do from what I understand. Uh, you know, coming from the triple option and all those kind of things that you have to be disciplined about, uh, it, it's the same mentality uh, running their offense. So it's going to be a, a good game, a test for our defense. Um, I, I, I believe in our defense. I believe, you know, go out the same things and stay sound like we can for the majority of our games this year. We'll be fine and give our offense a chance again this, this week. We'll be with you on the Bud Light pregame tailgate coming up Saturday at noon. Jason Nichols uh, will drop by. We'll also be with you after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show, taking your calls after ECU and Navy. And uh, then, uh, hey, I'm excited for uh, the Grey Cup. Get to watch Tyler Sneed and uh, and Mr. Letcher as well. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, Morris, great to to have you on, man. We'll do it again if we get Marcus in studio. Maybe uh, maybe get more Connors and uh, and Logan stories. At another time, that'd be fun. I'll be glad. <laughs> hey man, thanks for having me on here too. I appreciate it. Praise be to God. Thanks for joining, Morris. Appreciate well, no it, man. Problem. You have a good day. And Marcus, great to hear from you as well, man. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll keep in touch. I have a a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we won't talk to you next week, but we'll uh, talk to you a couple weeks from now, Marcus. Yes. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Go Pirates. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you, Morris. There is Marcus Crandall and Morris Letcher joining us. Uh, we'll keep an eye on James Letcher Jr. coming up this Sunday in the Grey Cup along with Tyler Sneed and Stanley Bryant. A lot of pirate flair going on in uh, that Grey Cup.
Um, <laughs> Eric, Eric uh, said they don't show the games. I watched the consolation game for the Wyoming ping pong tournament last night. Everything is televised. I think what he was saying was they absolutely stink, and I'm not wasting my time watching them. He said at least he was uh, nice about it, though. I don't know, Eric. Maybe he doesn't have ESPN Plus, man. Relax. Eric also had a question, Wes. He said, does Wes, okay. pr- does Wes produce the show, or does the show produce Wes? Mm. I try to produce the show, but uh, sometimes um, the show gets in, in the way. <laughs> well said. In, can anybody explain what happened on the uh, coming back from break? Okay, so usually there is a set list of bumper music you know that Shirley plays when we come back sure <clears throat> the the way to get to that next song is to press cw well when he pressed Shout CW, out cw when he pressed cw um i guess he just pressed play and instead for some reason it was an interview it was like a podcast i don't know what it was it was a y'all heard it yeah and um I don't know. And and so, so, so I literally, I cl- thought it might have been. I literally closed the whole OW edition. <laughs> I said, I said, screw this. Do you have a song pulled up right yes, now? Yes, I do. Oh man, let's see what it is. Go watch a movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> some nights there's a double feature. <laughs> I'm just saying. What is this? <laughs> All right, uh, if you're with your significant other, <laughs> well, no, hold on. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. I don't. Is there gonna cuss to hear anything? My wife, I, I told her it's a real what sexy you... song. I think it'll turn you on. Just play a song. <laughs> and I played it for her, and I never forget. Cause she looked at me, and after it was over, uh, she be, said, right, it was be, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> turn it. Put it down. Turn it. Put it down. Put it down. Wes, what are you, Wes? Wes. All right. All right. What is people it? think and, we and make I this pull, up? And I pull this out of the uh, bumper. Um, All right. Well, pick folder. a pick a song that you know that you've heard of or something, or let Chandler do it. What in the world? Right, let's, try, let's try this. Let's, let's do it. Press it. Okay. This is music. Music is playing. Then I went down there. Wait. What is this? Let me tell you a little story. All right. We were down there by the river one day, and my wife said, hey. All right. We might have something here. Okay. At least it's music. I can I can go with this. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We still got to do a giveaway. That should be fun. We'll have more with Wes Hines. Wes, we did something from your last appearance where I sped up you talking and kept us the same speed, yeah. and it sounded like a normal conversation. <laughs> okay. I want to play that. So, in other words, you're saying that I'm like... Uh, 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 this is a good example of it here. Paradise, Hold on, he's thinking of the name. Yeah. We're going to let you get there. I'll, I'll have it on the, on the other side of the break. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. All right, we'll be back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Thursday after this. La, 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 la. 
listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. I'm feeling hot, 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 baby. I feel like I'm in a fever dream. <laughs> Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business? organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio now let's head back into prl here's your host hot 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 flip rock all right back oh, with man. you all right cut the music west yeah <laughs> feeling hot 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 should we make west merit wear the uh the wig oh no 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 please no <laughs> please nah, no i won't do it good um boy but just all right now before the break you asked me something and i could not remember what i wanted to say okay you're right yeah and i don't remember exactly what you so <laughs> with this particular thing you want, want me to play right. here in just a few minutes yeah you're comparing me to the mountain man mountain man show with your host the mountain man here are you kidding me <laughs> did well you, did you bring prepared material showed up but we do have a contender um i would <laughs> he's say he's a little faster than you <laughs> <laughs> he's faster than who's you. the mountain man Wes? oh that's uh the guy that's on uh duck dynasty oh okay oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you a fan of his work yeah all right i love it love it all right so we just uh, i sometimes it just takes a while for you to get through a sentence so like, sure we sped you up okay and it almost sounds like a normal conversation i just i want you to hear it because all, right. all right so this is uh your previous time on the show and we were chatting it up and uh take it away question for ken yeah how many hot dogs did wes eat for lunch yesterday four I'd multiply that by two. Good gracious! <laughs> where were these hot dogs from? Warren's oh, hot dogs. Okay, that makes sense. That I had eight hot dogs. I love a good Warren's hot dog. Which spicy spice? chili, regular chili, spicy, spicy, oh, of course. That's the, that's the good stuff. Especially if you're gonna have eight, you gotta have the spicy. Uh, Redbeard was asking on Twitter, "What did Wes have for lunch today?" Nothing. You skip lunch. Yeah, I had breakfast. Now, what did you have for breakfast? How do you follow up? Hold on. Before we even get there. He had a 14-egg omelet. <laughs> what did you have for dinner last night? All right, I had what we call... Um, what, uh, who called? Who, who's we? Me and my wife. It called One Pot. And what, what it is is uh, um, steamed vegetables okay. with uh, chicken and shrimp. Hmm. What kind of, like, seasoning, like, flavors are in there? Uh, it's the... Uh, um, Teriyaki sauce. Okay. All right. Good deal. Had something similar earlier this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So how do you follow that up? What's the breakfast this morning? Breakfast was three eggs, um, scrambled light with uh, grits and um, extra crispy bacon. Extra crispy bacon. <laughs> Sounds and good. Then, um, and two slices of toast. You're not done yet? <laughs> it's like, okay. And four mimosas. <laughs> A hearty breakfast for Wes Hines to get you through the day. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Do you agree with that? I, I agree with that. I yeah. disagree. Okay. <laughs> we, we can agree to disagree. That we can, Wes. And you know what? We'll still get along. That's, That's what's right. great about America. Amen. And you don't have to agree on the same stuff. <laughs> That's right. I don't eat breakfast a lot. Mm. I don't either. If ever. 
I'm going to call dinner. That's, that's how I like my wife. She uh, most of the time doesn't eat breakfast. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry she left. But, you. Some, but sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes I, uh, uh, I can get her to um, go to um, a place right uh, four miles from me. Okay. And we can uh, eat breakfast, and, and it costs, but it's worth it. <laughs> All right. Good story. All right, Wes. <laughs> but it's worth it. How do you think you uh, you sound there? I was. Uh, that is not me. It, That's way too fast for you. Yes. Yeah. You 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 kind of you're more of a crockpot talker. You like to let it sit, simmer, mm-hmm. and yeah. simmer. You're not like yeah. a flash fry talker. Right. You got. It's got. See, the, the one wh- thing I was told Whoa. when I started this radio deal, um, <laughs> when when we got into sports radio, that I wouldn't last being a sports radio job. And look at you now. And I'm still here. Who told you that? Tommy Williams did. This <laughs> is so. Oh, is he not with us? No. Him and Joe Diffie suffered a similar fate? Oh, no, two different fates. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you proved, you showed him. Yeah. And here you are. Mm-hmm. Sports radio aficionado. Still kicking. Still kicking it. What sports are you following right now? College football. What you think? Who's going to be in the playoffs? I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why he's the best in the business. That is why he's still here. You think ECU can knock off Navy Saturday? I hope so. Yeah. Yep. Got a chance. What did you think about that win on Saturday? That was excellent. I was like, how about them Pirates? <laughs> <laughs> you were saying off the air earlier about the defense. That defense looks good, don't it? It does. And I'm, I'm like... We need somebody to somebody needs folks in the uh, in the weight room and get them uh, get them to last longer. You said you miss Coach Connors. Yes. You think getting uh, lasting longer is important? Yes. What do you mean by that? What does you, he mean by that? Well, you don't mean by um, lasting longer. <laughs> you don't want your team to last longer, so they say to run. You don't want your what team you, to last longer. What do you mean? Okay. Like have stamina at the end of the game. Exactly. The same stamina you had at the beginning of the game, you have it at the end of the game. In the fourth quarter. Yeah. Right. And you know, instead of just only doing three points, let's go and get a touchdown and do a touchdown all the way through the game. Quit doing these um, field goals. I'm with you. I'm with I'm you I'm with there. you on that. All right. No doubt about it. Last longer. Last longer. And we want those drives to last longer and end up in touchdowns instead of field goals. Amen. Jamie says we all want to last longer. What's he talking about, Wes? Wait, what is Jamie talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. We're talking football, right? That's right. That's right. All right. Um, you want to give something away? I guess we can do that. Do you know what we're giving away, Sean? I do. Okay. Right. And I believe the people are going to like this. Right. Oh, really? Right, oh, are point. they? I am asking you. Wes is talking to himself. Uh, We're having a conversation. Are they? <laughs> they're going to love it. They're going to love oh, this? They're not going to like it. They're going to love it. Should we make them wait till Wes finds the oh, song to they're, play? They're going to have to wait. She said, give it away. Just give it away. You ever heard of George Crook and Wes? Well, just give George it Strait's away. George Strait's cousin. From the other side of the tracks. There ain't uh-huh. nothing in this studio <laughs> worth fighting over. Well, the phone lines are already buzzing anyway. So just give it away. Jamie, I hope you had a happy birthday yesterday. Did you have cake? What was your birthday meal? Let me know. 
317-1250. John, what are we giving away today? They now have three locations. Lunch for two at Tiebreaker. The Breaker. Breaker, Breaker. I think we had this conversation. Didn't you have a CB name, Wes, or your dad? I did, yeah. What was your CB name? Uh, my daddy's CB dad. name. My daddy's CB name was uh, Rusty Nut. Rusty Nut. That's Rusty right. Rusty Nut. Hmm. Great. That's Last classic longer. right there. All right. Uh, 317-1250. We'll go caller number four. You can be a winner right now. 317-1250. Winner. Winner of tiebreakers. Caller four. We'll be back with you after this. (laughs) Well, just give it away. There ain't nothing in this studio worth fighting over. Well, the phone lines are already buzzing anyway. So just give it away. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Alright, welcome back to the program. The Buccaneer Music Hall has, the, has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck. The Buck has the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs, so you won't miss any game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 p.m. Score every Sunday at the Buck. And congratulations to Jeff Dover of Greenville. He's the winner of a lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch our favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town. Sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fort and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street and now on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. So, uh, congratulations to Jeff Dover. Let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, uh, here's a score for you on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Right now, Dayton trailing LSU 48-39. That score in the second half at the Shriners Children's Charleston Classic quarterfinal game. Down in Myrtle Beach, it is Wichita State 62, Coastal Carolina 48. Uh, Games of note coming up later, Oklahoma State and the Bonnies of St. Bonaventure are playing in the Barclays Center tonight uh, at 6.30. You've got Wake Forest and Utah playing later tonight. That's at 9 o'clock on ESPNU in Charleston. Also, Auburn-Notre Dame is in the Barclays Center at 9 o'clock. So, a full slate of games today, tomorrow, and all week next week with Feast Week. going to be a lot of fun. And we'll have uh, a lot of all-day basketball going on in Minji's Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Uh, So, uh, yeah, uh, you can watch the Pirates and watch some great games on television as well. Fleet Feet Rundown is brought to you by Fleet Feet. Pirate Nation, make sure you have the best and most comfortable shoes. And you can get those at Fleet Feet. They're locally owned and operated by ECU alum Chris London. And they provide solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. They got the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner that measures your arch height, width, and more. You can go see them at 207 East Arlington Boulevard in Greenville in the old Gordon's Golf location. Coming up tonight... A little Thursday night football. 
big game ravens hosting the Bengals, and both of these teams coming off losses the ravens look like they had their game pretty much wrapped up last week against cleveland uh but the browns able to come back and win that game the Bengals were pretty much playing catch up all day against cj stroud and the texans so both teams coming off losses the Bengals are five and four right now they're in a similar spot with buffalo they they need to kind of get this thing right before it gets too late they had been on a nice run before last week whereas the ravens seven and three sitting pretty in that afc north they'll play tonight 8 15 on amazon prime do you have amazon prime Wes? yes i do let me ask you this what uh what streaming services you got i have amazon prime i have uh peacock okay i have uh paramount plus as do i i have uh do you have any of the disney plus i do i have disney plus espn plus i do um hulu that i've got the hulu but i do not have the live neither part. do i yeah uh netflix no i don't okay what uh and youtube um premium so that's where you get all your channels i get it without the commercials correct yeah okay um what do you do you have any recommendations um do you ever feel like because i'm in the same boat with you with all those services do you ever feel like it's like it's a waste like yeah uh, like you're not getting your money's worth out of those that's right yeah well you, mean, you keep them anyway but me i i like youtube um premium because i could watch anything on youtube maybe just a little bit delayed but guess what i don't have to watch the commercials they already get paid by, by me um, by me p- paying premium there you go you're paying for it that way and by the way we love commercials here and we would love for you to sponsor pirate radio live because we are pro commercials that's right talk to me or jenny shelton yeah or jonathan Ellerby. and we will uh we oh, will and by the way smash that like button hit that subscribe button right now right, right now right now that is a threat we will send west to your house <laughs> and when he comes to your house it comes all off <laughs> so west will go to your house hot 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 will be playing <laughs> And it's all coming off. Feeling hot, hot, hot. And until you hit that like and that subscribe, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hot, hot, hot in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There you go. It all comes off. Jamie says Indiana's playing right State. Indiana has a big game this weekend. Jamie, it is against somebody. UConn, I believe. Connecticut and Indiana. Why are you looking like that, John? Uh that just seems like a weird matchup. Well. Huh? weird or not it's happening it's buddy. happening all right, they're having a freaking game yeah that they are uh jamie's birthday meal by the way steak and potato skins i hadn't had any tater skins in a while just just straight up tater skins as opposed to non-straight like is it just the skin of the potato are you trying to be funny no i've never heard of that yeah, we, we, me and Wes have never. Am I on that. a different planet right now? <laughs> Potato I, skins. I can, I can do, I can deal with, um, with the uh, pig skin. Why are you chopping? But, not, but no, uh, the but pig not, skin. But not no Football. potato skin. Potato skins with the potatoes and the bacon and the cheese. That's not no. Like a baked potato. What is wrong with y'all? When no. you say potato skins, I think just the skin. Yeah. Am am I wrong here? 
potato you, skins. Let me say potato let, skins. Let, let me take a gander. Okay. All right. Oh, that's that's your that's. You see them as appetizers. What were you about to say, Wes? That's oh, what. Oh, oh. I will I will stand aside and say I have and walk with, with my tail between my legs because Thank now you. I know what you're talking about. Okay. And they're called potato skins. Okay, now I understand. I didn't think about it like that. Okay. Sorry. I'm just glad. I have a big fear of um, maybe it's like Alzheimer's or something, but like where you. It's just so sad and it's scary, right? To think that you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's right. And I had like one of those moments where, like, am I on a different planet? Am I wrong here? And y'all had me scared for a minute. That was our plan. <laughs> I mean, we know what potato skins are. <laughs> <laughs> we know what they are. <laughs> but y'all, we scared you. Two very intelligent people <laughs> didn't know what I was saying. What did you think these were called? <sighs> potato floats. Potato. <laughs> potato boats. There you go. There you go. Potato boats. Potato boats with the uh, with everything mixed together. How about you float your boat on out of here, buddy? In about nine minutes, yes, I will. Potato skins. They're Homemade? No, from a uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind. I like doing a little homemade. You AJ's know, has those. If right. we have... Uh, exactly right. That, oh, that, I'm right. That, that's, why I, um, that's why I said I'd walk around here with my tail between my legs because I know exactly what you're talking about. Because you've had them at AJ's. Yes. Yep. And when Wes is walking with his tail between his legs, it all comes off. It's all off. <laughs> all right. I'm glad to know that y'all know what potato skins are. That yeah. makes me feel you a little just bit better. had to show me a picture. Yeah. Are you a, uh, you're a visual learner. Yes. <laughs> and hands-on. I need all the learning <laughs> I can get. All right. Let's take a break. That was our Fleet Feet Rundown. And a little education. I want you to go in a restaurant and say, hey, can I get a potato float? And see what happens to you. And ask for a potato boat. It's potato boat. And see what happens to you. They're going to laugh at it. You're going to get laughed out of there. And then I'm going to walk behind you and say, hey, sir, what my buddy here really wants is a fresh order of potato skins. And, and, then, and then they're going to say, what? Oh, my sorry. My, my apologies. The way they're going to bring out is just uh, a plate full of skins of a potato. Please, sir, may I have more potato skins? <laughs> Can I have more potato flutes? We'll take a break, come back. What a weird time with Wes. But a fun time. Jamie said he, he hasn't laughed this hard in a while, Wes. So. Good. Yep, that's what we're doing. Let's let you laugh a little bit more. He said, tomorrow's lesson, bloom an onion. I don't want to blow these guys' minds. No, I know what that is. <laughs> I'm not that dumb. I'm not that dumb either. <laughs> my God. Back with you after this.
are listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. Fish Street Hardware serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fish Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fish Street beside the State Theater, Fish Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. Now to Wes Hines with the Stock Market Report. And the Dow Jones closes down uh, 46 at 34,945. The Nasdaq Closes up 10 at 14,114. And the S&P 500 closes up 5 at 4,508. On your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report, for a personal look at your investing, calls Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to... Pirate Radio Live, here is the Clipper, Kip Rock. Thank you, Wesley Hines. Lawless. And thank you for filling in for Shirley Rhodes. Where was Shirley? We'll tell you tomorrow. She'll have a story to tell on Friday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. It'll be a free beer football Friday edition of PRLs. We get you ready for ECU Navy and the NFL weekend. For the crew here. Which includes Wes Hines, Chon. Chon will not be here. Chon, you're off to Annapolis. In the morning, I'll be, uh, I should be there by the time y'all start the show tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Safe travels. Uh, Are we looking forward to some sort of big time report coming up on Saturday during the Bud Light pregame tailgate? Uh, I'll just let you know the vibes around the stadium and um, just kind of give you a visual of what the tailgating lots look like as ECU gets ready to play Navy. So you're done with the... Oh, no. Class is dismissed. Uh, no more school. The school actually got canceled. Uh, it's no longer in the school system. So uh, I failed every student that I had. They had that one good test on the uh, Rice Stadium history. Yeah. And then after that, uh, they all failed miserably. So uh, well, I apologize. Safe travels. Uh, do a great job. Do as good as Denny Jid Solo last week because she killed it in Boca she de Ton. And I have high aspirations for you guys coming up on Saturday. Wes, thank you, man. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you fine people coming up Friday, 3 o'clock, all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live for Wes Hines. Sean, I am Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.